watching One Piece. Watching One Piece. We are <laughs> watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast. Rewatching and also watching for the first time the Rubber Boy anime pod. Rubber Boy anime. It's gonna say podcast again. <laughs> I have lost all abilities to talk. Rubber Boy anime One Piece. My name is Joe. I'm joined as always by Jory. Hello, Jory. How are you? Hey, it's me. I'm Jory. I'm. Uh... You, you ever, <laughs> you ever, uh, ever regret uh, <laughs> loving a rubber boy and his friends? The thing is, you get invested. You put, <laughs> you get emotionally invested, and in the boy was made of rubber. And then misfortunes <laughs> are handed upon them. Uh. We we are uh, going to be finishing the Saba Odi Archipelago arc today on the podcast. Unless this goes for like four hours, in which case we just push our entire schedule back and do two episodes. But that will include uh, 393 through 405. Um, I only have notes up to like half of those because I watched the rest of them with Andrew and I did not write any notes down. But I did have a great time. It's also what happened when you were visiting and we did uh, the ending of Inus Lo- like post Inus Lobby arc. We just yeah. watched them and wrote nothing down. <laughs> but yeah, so everything's going to go great. It's just a lot of shopping um, <laughs> and preparation. Got to get that coat on the boat and that's it. Fishman Island's next. Um, the next arc. Uh, so let's let's get into it. Uh, oh wait, hold on. I forgot. Kami gets kidnapped. <laughs> Shit. Um, so le- we left off last time with the introduction on camera. Not to the, the Straw Hats haven't met them yet, but we were introduced to the Supernovas. The other strong pirates who were also on the archipelago. They were all great. You were shocked that Law is already showing up now. Yeah. We didn't. I don't think we saw any of their powers at the time. No, we did not. I think we've seen all of them now. I don't. I could be wrong. I don't fucking know. Uh, but we also left M- off with most with, of them were clear. The only one I did not understand when they showed it was the Mad Monk guy, but he also just got big. So. I think I think he just gets big. Like Andrew and I were talking about it. It's like, is this just like Zoro's gorilla attack where he just gets bigger? Yeah. Uh, you, Irouge decides to win, um, although he doesn't actually win. Uh, he just he decides to lose. Uh, but we will we'll, we'll get into the, those powers later. But uh, we didn't see him last time, and th- this. Oh, we also left off with Luffy going to search for Rayleigh, who's just a guy who's going to coat their boat with the goop so they can go to Fishman Island. And uh, our, our cliffhanger last time was Shocky saying. Don't worry about Rayleigh too much. He's ten times as strong as Luffy, and 100. I'm sure. Hundred. Oh, sorry, a hundred times stronger yeah. than Luffy. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that makes more sense now. <laughs> um, oh, absolutely. Because uh, spoilers, we will meet Rayleigh here soon. But yeah, that's where we left it off, and and now a bunch of things are going to happen because. Uh, it takes it takes about like most of this episode to go by before something actually happens. <laughs> yeah, they. They go to the amusement park, even though that's not at all where Rayleigh would be, but they go looking 
there first because it's Luffy leading the charge. Yep. And Kami's excited that she finally gets to go, um, but it's also, like, a risk. And we see, like, off-screen some literal... Well, not, not only human traffickers, but also mermaid traffickers, kidnappers, uh, plotting. Because um, I think... I, I don't remember... It, it, do they already know that Kami is a mermaid? Or is it just like... I... So they reveal later to us that how they, they're aware to kidnap her. Because <laughs> this shows them going through like the, uh, the park and stuff and having fun. You get a nice, nice part where Luffy and Kami... Like the whole group is on the Ferris wheel, but Luffy and Kami are in like their own little bubble on there and she's talking about how it's always been her dream to do it and it's like mm -hmm. a nice touching moment and uh we we later we see them like a weird like figure in the shadows like watching her mm. and they they reveal like one of those guys that they fought one of them saw her like fall down and a shoe came off of her fin so they know oh, no. that she's a mermaid because of that i s <laughs> send fin pics <laughs> <laughs> uh yes bummer that she has been revealed in such a way but she does have a great time at the amusement park yeah i don't think we see all of it now like the first half of this episode is mostly just them like having fun in the park you uh, love to see it i was i was a big fan of brooke being terrified of all the rides Yes, Brooke like, was very scared of the roller coaster specifically. They went on the roller coaster and he's and he was scared and then they were going to go on a like merry-go-round and he he decided not to cuz the rides were scary. And then mm -hmm. they went on to one of those drop rides and he's like this one is more my kind of ride and then it dropped and he starts screaming. You just slowly go up. You get a great visual of of the park. This is nice and calm. Hold on, I'm being handed a note. <laughs> and it, yeah, the dropping is uh, it's great. Yeah, so there's a lot of fun times to be had. Surely we're not being set up for for any devastating changes in that. We cut away from that, and we cut away from the the bounty hunter who says who sees fin pics and thinks that it might be uh, a mermaid. And uh, we cut away now to another part of the archipelago, and we meet a new celestial dragon, whose name is Charlos, I, th I guess. I don't remember how the dub pronounces it. I think it's Charlos. Mm. Immediately the worst of the three, I think. I, uh... I, maybe it's, I, it's hard to, com like, compete for the worst, but... <laughs> and also, maybe it's because I'm f familiar with the show... Uh, but I immediately like fuck this guy more than the other two. <laughs> it's I, I see what they're what they're going for with him and his design and everything he does, and it's almost too much for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I it's like uh, I don't know. I feel like it's definitely like the other two who who we don't see do much. Like they just kind of talk mm -hmm. barely. This is the one who does everything at least for now. I don't yeah. know if they're going to show up again. Uh, they probably will because it's One Piece. Who could say? Um, <laughs> but he he just has the design where he he's just like a fat, bumbling, idiot, gross. His mouth is always open. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to use the uh, the ableist term that people use that's related to that. He's just like 
seen picking his nose, is being gross, and he has an annoying voice, and I hate him. Yeah, there is certainly a difference between his depiction of privilege and power versus the other two traditionally attractive people who are privileged and empowered. Yeah. Um, he he fits the like pampered child, like except he's he's an adult. Yeah, he's the youngest of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's he certainly seems to be like a a large child. For for me the the reason I'm like fuck him is because of the 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 lines he is given to read the personality um yep. because he is he is riding a man around. His he has a slave that he just is sitting on top of and he yells at when they're not moving fast enough. It's like, you know, Stuff gets is pretty like fucked up in people's backstories and stuff like that. That's usually when things feel the darkest. But, but it's, it's like different seeing about, them in the present. Yeah, and like slavery is such like a dark topic. It feels like a sharp turn when when it goes into these things. Which, whether completely intended to make you go "oh shit" or not, it uh, it's it works. <laughs> it certainly works. Yeah, there's. It, it it's interesting because we there is like a weird distance when we see terrible things happen, but we know they're in the past, they're baggage. Yeah. But there is there is a difference to like being like this is still happening. This is happening in front of you. Luffy is yeah. seeing it, and also like this is our introduction to like some of the most powerful people in the world. They have slaves. <laughs> uh, it's 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 hand in hand. But yeah, so Charlos, uh, we meet him. People are bowing for him as he walks by, including Yurige. He's kind of our surrogate in, or Yerouge. I don't remember which pronunciation the dub uses or the, or the sub, but the big boy, the big Skypean boy. Or Sky person? Maybe not Skypea specifically, but he has wings. Oh, I didn't notice he had wings. Uh, He does. There's some shots that, it's, I'm not spoiling anything for you, Jory. It's just, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's talked about. I think it's just. Oh, okay. In, I, I think it's just a, a visual thing. Anyways, he's there. He bows. And he's kind of our surrogate in this scene. Because I think we see him being like, man, these guys are more fucked up than I realized. Or all the things I've heard are true. Because uh, someone's running by, or some people are running by with um, like someone on a stretcher who was shot. I don't know if this is the same person who was shot in the last one by the other world. Uh, I don't think so. Okay, just another person conveniently shot. Charlos stops them and says, why are you... Why are you running past me? Aren't you? Why aren't you? You know, kneeling like everyone else. And they're like, "Hey, dude, I, I know you're the world noble, but he is dying. Pl- can we please just save him?" He like knocks the stretcher down and like kicks the body. Is that what happens? Yeah, sucks. And then he goes, "Hey, that nurse right there is hot. Oh God, I want yeah, her to I be for- my wife." I forgot how much worse it gets. And then the, sur- the his like secret service special agent guy who's like sunglasses like suit like the stereotype of a secret service agent he's like mm-hmm. cool we will make arrangements to bring her to they had a different name but I'll just say wife island <laughs> <laughs> to have her be your thirteenth wife I know this and- is an awful time to make joke uh, make a joke but it's got to be called a wife city right <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is a this is a huge bummer that I have done this. Um, but yeah, no. He, then, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, wives one through five are a little stale or something. I'm bored of wives one through five. Jesus. I don't want them anymore. Yeah, that's it's so pointed and 
there's 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 no room to think this guy has a good bone in his body. It's just like yeah. uh, he he makes everyone bow to him. He's riding a man as a, he's riding a slave. He is knocking down someone who's dying because they didn't appease to him. He's forcing a random woman to marry him and disregarding five other women. He has done this to as trash. And then uh, her fiance comes out and he's like, hey, that's my fiance. Please don't. And then he gets shot. Yes. Maybe that's the other shooting I was thinking of. There's a lot of shoot. They shoot a lot of fucking people. They sure do. Uh, Yeah. So that sucks. Uh, Charlos, huge piece of shit. Um, and this is this is himbo time, is what my note says. <laughs> the worst person to uh, stumble across this did. <laughs> yeah, he's not even like actively opposing the nobles out of moral obligation. He's just an idiot. Yeah, he was also not informed of of like what this was. Correct. He was still he wasn't with the with the group who was told about it. He's also so... not reading the room. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Well. He... He's currently lost, right? Yeah, I think he's trying to make his way back to to Grove One. Yeah, or I, I, I back what is he an air quotes. Is one. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> because it was he's, actually yeah. like thirty-one, wasn't it? That he, because forty-one the bubble or something. Was, yeah, the bubble was in front of the first number. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, one. That's easy. It's all gonna work out in the end. Don't worry. But uh, yeah, so Zoro arrives. He. Not knowing the full context is like, hey, this guy's a huge piece of shit. I'm going to, like, stop him from harming these <laughs> civilians. And uh, he dodges a shot. Like, he shot at, he dodges it because he's very cool, just like a samurai. <laughs> and he goes to attack the the world noble. And he is stopped because a kind of familiar face jumps at him. It's like, yeah. that kind of looks like Jewelry Bonnie, but... She looks younger. Does Jewelry Bonnie have a little sister? And so she knocks down Zoro. And I didn't pick up on her looking different at all. You didn't? I did not. I just she thought she is was... a child in this scene. I thought it was just using like a weird angle, and she was like making her voice sound nope. different. She is. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she is visually younger when she does this. It is huh. not explained. Uh, there's, okay. an- there's another scene later where a bunch of people are turned into babies, but I don't even know if that's, con- like, confirmed to the audience what is happening. Um, Vaguely, they give a good enough idea. So you're saying that I, I get now, but okay. I didn't pick up on that. I thought it was just, like... Because they, they didn't ever show her, like, close up enough for it to seem like mm-hmm. it was her. And when it was close up, it wasn't enough of, like, her figure. Uh, so I just assumed she was, like, acting weird. I mean, to, like, yes. save him for whatever reason. That's the thing that's, like, odd about this. Uh, Why it's does good she do that, it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Literally, who fucking knows why Jewelry, but, like, the kindness of her heart. Uh, but yeah, so Jewelry Bonnie, it is her, but she is visibly younger. She looks more like a child and she knocks over and watch that when we're done. That's fair. She, she (laughs) pushed, she like knocks down Zoro, like seems to like, I don't know. Maybe she's a professional wrestler. She she has like, spills like ketchup on him too. Yeah. There's like some, (laughs) my brain went to blood packet, but also I'm like, yeah, she eats a lot of food. It's probably ketchup. Um, but yeah, so there's like ketchup all over him and she's like 
crying, like, why did you kill my big brother? Why did you do this? And then making sure that Zora doesn't say anything until Charlos leaves. And, um, sure, yeah, weird. <laughs> just kind of happens. And then Zoro picks up the guy who was shot, the fiance that was shot, and looks for the nearest hospital. And then One Piece makes a, a point for universal healthcare. Yes, it sure does. <laughs> sure has been a couple days. We sure are recording this in March 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Zoro's saving him. We cut back now to Sanji on the boat with Usopp and Frankie just hanging out, just chilling, just, just dudes being guys. Just guys being yeah. dudes. And the phone rings, and he's like, oh, it's probably Nami, asking about how things are going. Picks up the phone. He learns that Kami has been kidnapped. This is also us learning that Kami has been kidnapped. And it's a, I, I kind of got the, I figured it was going to happen, because the, the uh, slaver trafficker guy was dressed up as a giant oh, yeah. bear, and we saw him like creep up. And I was like, I, I know what's gonna happen. It's not. It's not a guy just there for a hug. It's not a no. cute bear to hug. It's it's an evil cute bear. It's uh, it's surprisingly tame. Separate from the from the best friend bear that happens later. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah. So the the creepy guy, who's the kidnapper, whose name is Peter Peterman. Yeah, he's in a like a bear mascot. I don't. I think I have nothing written down for that scene because it's like silent. Um, but yeah, Kami's alone for like five minutes while they're buying food. And then the kidnapper guy puts on a mascot suit, walks up to her. We cut away and we learn at the end of the episode that uh, fr- like from Sanji learning it over the snail phone um, that Kami has been kidnapped. It's, I think, Chopper on the phone. Yeah, he's a uh, Chopper is very distressed. Yeah, maybe the most upset any of them could have been. Uh, they picked <laughs> yes. Chopper to make the fucking phone call. And Sanji says he's going to call in some experts. And boy, does he. Uh, that's the end of 393, 394. My first note down is, is Handsome's here. So I'm assuming we get right into it. Yes, right away. Right away. <laughs> Handsome has arrived. The Rosie Life Writers, who have already changed their name, Duval is back. Everyone's favorite character. Duval. Is here to help. So yeah, Sanji's like, hey, uh, these people used to be kidnappers like yesterday. They literally kidnapped a fish man yesterday. Uh, earlier today, I'm not actually sure. But they're nice now and they're our friends. So they're going to help <laughs> us. So the fish riders, the rosy life riders arrive and they are going to go look around for her. And they know the place. They know Arca- the, the archipelago. So they know like where people hang out, where you know kidnappers are where to go and so, like so they all split up Sanji stays with Duval who is on this the slowest of all the the rides so that's that <laughs> for for no real reason like <laughs> he's just slow <laughs> yeah well the thing is yeah all the other ones are on the flying fish and the leader is uh, Duval is on the a cow yeah who's just very slow but uh, whenever Sanji's like hey why is this going so slow? He's like, oh, I am handsome. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> it's just very funny. Uh, I, I don't know if it's... I think it's a little bit later when we cut back where we see Sanji smoking three cigarettes at once. But that's maybe one of my favorite visuals. I miss that too. I, I know I had it as a screenshot for a long time. Also, I believe this is where Sanji starts using a lighter. 
is in this arc. Tiny details that I care a lot about. Uh, I didn't notice he used the lighter, but I didn't really think much of it. I didn't. I I just didn't like cross my mind as a change, but that's a good point. Longtime listeners will know that I have a deep seated belief that Sanji will one day vape on screen. I hope so. And I I think the evolution to lighting, like using a lighter, is just like the f- the first step. And I think I think one day maybe it'll be another time skip. Maybe it'll be in the epilogue. I w- it's gonna be. Oh, it's the gonna ep- be part of the 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 one piece is just a whole bunch of cotton and juice. <laughs> I. Would love nothing more. Um, <laughs> I'm just reminded of at the Oscars, the most recent Oscars, part of the, like, every nominee got, like, the gift bag that included a fucking golden vape. <laughs> so I'm just imagining now that the, the one piece is a bunch of golden vapes. And all the straw hats just become big fucking vape heads. Sanji included. Uh, but yeah, I th- you know what? I'm like, I-, I feel like Sanji vaping in the epilogue would maybe be the greatest note this show could end on comparable to Gara on the MacBook at the end of Naruto. Hmm. But, um, Frankie certainly has a vape built into his hand, right? We've probably talked about this six, seven times. Uh, I don't know if we said that about Frankie. I just feel like every robot character and everything should have a vape in their hand. Like just every, in case. every robot in every piece of fiction should be able <laughs> to rip cotton off their fucking thumb or else it's, Stupid. It's bad. It's a bad piece of fiction if that's not true. <laughs> I have to assume Metaton can do it from Undertale. And Frankie... If anyone's going to be likely, it's de- it'd be definitely be Metaton. Metaton 100% vapes. And Frankie, I think, could vape. I think he chooses not to. But I, the thing is, I feel like Frankie's like, you know, I've never tried it. And Sanji's like, hey, they have cola-flavored juice. And he never goes back. Hold up. He's a vape boy for life. Can I get Mountain Dew vape? 100% someone's made that. <laughs> when, I, right. when I started vaping, it was to quit smoking, to be fair. And I no longer vape. Also, to be fair, it's just very, very funny to me. But I, I, I remember getting uh, going to a place that had like cherry flavor and a, a cola flavor and being like, I'm going to, can, can you mix these two for me? Just because of that one line in Savage Gardens, I want you. <laughs> it was an okay flavor, um, but well, yes, I think I think there's certainly Mountain Dew flavors. I think oh, I think Frankie would uh, completely rip that cotton if he knew that there was uh, cola there's, flavor juice. There's a good screenshot for you. Oh my god! Shout out to Citrus Dew Gothic Vapor. <laughs> I love the fucking exploding can in the background. Yeah, it looks it's pretty bad. Um, someone, someone left their Mountain Dew in the freezer too long. Bad is in like cool bad. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, gotta get off the fucking vaping conversation. Uh, so Zoro drops off the guy and then leaves. Does anything happen in that scene or is it just like reminding us that Zoro is a good guy? Well, he made, this is where he makes the, uh, the case for, uh, uh, Medicare for all, where he he drop he drops the guy off there, and the guy's like, "That's gonna be expensive." And then Zoro's just like, "That's fucked up. Why would it be expensive to help someone? Why would you have to pay money to stay alive?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't believe Zoro officially endorsed Bernie Sanders in our podcast. Here, here to Zoro, he he's he's so he's so dumb. He he just he stumbles into uh into the right positions. 
it's not even like a, a dumbness. It's just like pure like I don't I can't comprehend why <laughs> yeah. healthcare would be for profit. I cannot wrap <laughs> my head around such a moral greed because I I just do not have the wherewithal. <laughs> um, so my next note is Luffy searching for Kami, assuming everyone is doing that. Yeah, they show a montage of like them looking around a place. Um, they're in like one store. Luffy's like getting really angry, and then Papa Goo's like, "Hey, you don't want to keep doing this. If you start getting like scary, people aren't gonna want to help or aren't going to be any help." Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of fish racism. <laughs> yeah, they also explained that. Everyone loves fish racism. Uh, there's, it's, 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 I think it delivered in a conversation with, uh, Robin and Nami, I think, shopping, right? Yeah, it's first brought up by Papagoo as how, like, the fishmen and stuff aren't supposed to be on the island, but they wanted mm. to help them out. Oh, then... yes. Like, they, they normally wouldn't come here because it's unsafe, but they yeah. really wanted to pay Luffy back. And, yeah. And Robin just explains more of it to Nami about mm -hmm. fish people being uh, discriminated against and stuff like that. Yeah, and she does the almost parody white person thing to do and be like, but that's weird. They were mean to me and are so much stronger than normal people. <laughs> fish racism. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, yeah, so so Nami's like having trouble contextualizing this horrific truth of discrimination with her trauma that is rooted in uh, Fishman having power over her, which is interesting. Um, I feel like it's pretty well nuanced in this scene because she's like, oh, I completely believe it and feel for them. Still fucked up what happened. Yeah. But it, uh, I think she's like, um, you know, I, I, she, she's, it's not any sort of like forgiveness, but maybe, but, but like an ounce of like, I could see how that could lead to people being bad back to humans. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a, a flicker in that scene because pretty much immediately they get grabbed by the flying fish boys. <laughs> I don't remember who. If it's Usopp or Frankie or, or what, but I know Frankie. that they're Frankie. Okay. Um, and then Luffy gets grabbed. I don't know if that's by Usopp or also by Frankie. My notes were not detailed. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Robin explicitly brings up that the the world government helped Fishman Island. Yeah. But didn't stop any of the slave shit. No, and did not say what exactly they did to help them. I don't know. I mean, they're under the red line. I, I don't know if that's truly helping or not. <laughs> like, no, we'll stop the racism if it comes to you. Mm-hmm. But if you're well, outside of the no racism zone, well... <laughs> we will build up big walls that we are in control of. <laughs> we'll call this the no racism zone. And uh, as long as you stay in it, Specifically, under us, you'll be fine, probably. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so there's, you know, 
the government seems to uh, willfully ignore the slave stuff. And Nami's like, oh, that's probably why they were disguised. But then, yeah, so they get picked up by Frankie. And are, and that's also when they learn about the kidnapping. They didn't know about that yet. So Luffy uh, also, you know, gets with the the Rosie Life writers and that. Um, I'm, I, everyone goes with him, right? Like Hachan and, and Papagoo and they all stick yeah. together. Yeah. So now we cut away to the human auctioning house. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's just a, a big house that says human on it. Yep, it's where you, it's the human store. <laughs> and also sometimes they have other things uh on 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 special. Um but we see our boy Peterman delivering Kami uh to be sold pretty much last minute. Yeah. They I think there's a conversation where they're like, "Oh, this is going to completely change what was our big ticket item because we had a giant, but now it's going to be this mermaid." And uh, so the first two world nobles that we met get there, St. Rosward, Roswald, that one, the two before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and the lady shall is what this says here. Um, they get there. We see that, uh, Eustace kid is there. Yeah. And he's like, huh, pirates are, are, are said to be fucked up, but this seems way more fucked up than what we do. <laughs> Yeah, and that's coming from Kid. Yeah, who, who from from what we can tell on the spectrum, he is probably the most most bad guy of all the new pirates introduced. We've seen it uh, seems that way. Bonnie saved someone, and uh, through uh, knowing that he exists later and is kind of friendly, I know Law is kind of on the uh, gooder side. And also with his name, I imagine he has some like weird justice thing about him. I don't think yeah. that's a, that's just an accidental thing. He's just like law sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning now that kids like guy with the the long hair that kind of looks like a scarecrow uh, that talks to him. I learned his name is Heat, hmm. which is interesting. Um, he does so, uh he does blow fire. Like, yeah, I was I I remember that. I was thinking like, what the fuck? How? What is he? What? That's what? It can't be a fruit. <laughs> Is he prob- probably not a cyborg? What are you? It's, it seems like there isn't an answer. No. I'm looking at the wiki page. It says he has the ability to breathe fire. How he does it has yet to be explained. Um, <laughs> so that's fucking great. Uh, all right, yeah. He says um, he draws attention to Law, who is also there, by the way. Um, yep, Law is just chilling. So Law and Kid are at the auction house, just watching. It seems. Yeah, they're just kind of there. I don't yeah, know if they just, had any like a reason to be, but they're just kind of there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sure it's just convenient. And uh, we see Kami is. Uh, they're trying to put a collar on here. We saw the collars before they explode. If you're a bad slave, um, and that's that's hard to gloss over. Um, but it's true. <laughs> And, yeah, she remembers seeing one explode, and uh, the shitty guy who runs this place, his name's Disco, yep. he, he he comes to be a real asshole to her and, and put the collar on himself. And uh, But before he can, he falls down. Just similar to the thing we saw with the cow. I'll say yep. that. 
just conveniently people are kind of knocked unconscious in the room and the camera pans over to this cage and we see the giant in there that we heard about before and we're like holy shit is this giant as strong as he looks and we pan up to the giant and he looks down and is like hey old man the fuck the fuck was that i i know what that is i have seen that before yes he names it he he names it hockey hockey h-a-k-i and then then the old man (laughs) and then the old man is like i'm just an old man who likes to put Cover boats and goop, and then the subtitles say Silver's Rayleigh, vice captain of the Gold Gold Roger Pirates. <laughs> it sure fucking does. And then it ends. That yeah, that's a hell of a cliffhanger for an episode. I forgot that they told you right away. I'll say I just, that. I yelled at my TV. I was just sitting there like, huh? Understandable. Strange. I don't know what's going on. And then it said vice captain. I was like, what? <laughs> I think we've seen Rayleigh in a flash flashback before, because I, I remember being surprised at it on this podcast. Um, I don't if it's. I think the wikis will tell me that his first appearance was technically yeah technically episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> Did, was uh, he was he like in the background of like Buggy's flashback? Yep. Because when Buggy is uh, when Bug, <laughs> when Buggy's talking about uh accidentally eating the fruit with his buddy Shanks, their vice captain's like, hey, cool it out. And he walks away. And then <laughs> literally 390 episodes later, we meet who that is. Uh Silver's Rayleigh, um, vice captain of the Gold Roger Pirates. Uh so that's that. That's the end of 394, and um, we could get into 395, but I think we got to talk about this new opening. Sure do. There sure is a lot going on in it. There sure is a lot. Uh, we sure, you sure can tell that we're going to have this one for a little while. Because <laughs> uh, it, show, it shows some Sabo Odi stuff, and it also shows some stuff that is after Sabo Odi. Um, it, uh, song slaps. It's, uh, it's something. Share the world is the name of the song. It fucking rules. Uh, it's it's just a good fucking song. Um, the oh my God, is this really the eleventh opening? Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, that's why they did they redid a uh, we are because it was the tenth opening. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, share the world. Good song. I like the title cards that have everyone's name while they're doing. It, stuff. Yeah, it, it has their name, and then it also it goes by really quickly. But the text behind their name is explaining their backstory. Yeah, uh, the the wiki page for the opening has all of them screenshotted. Uh, really cool. Yeah, but everyone's doing stuff. Uh, Usopp's like shopping. That's really the only one that's like, I, I I don't know how you demonstrate Usopp's whole fucking deal. I like Zoro wearing glasses. That is a choice. Yeah, and it looks great. He seems like he seems like a guy who like would have to wear grass- glasses if he knew how to read. Mm-hmm. Frankie's also just like buying floral print shirts in his seat. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's break down the opening. Uh, right away we see uh, the straw. I'm gonna go- I'm gonna literally pull it up on YouTube and watch it. Um, 
because I'm pretty sure the first thing is we see them fighting a familiar face. Yeah, it's a Kuma. Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's certainly we, looks like him. It sure does, concerning me. Yeah, uh, spoilers for later in this episode, but uh, it it looks like they're fighting Kuma on Saba Odi. And uh, yeah, so that's we see the but we see all the straw hats. We see the red line. We see them fighting uh, Kuma in like black and white. Luffy's fighting him second gear, and then we see a bunch of very cute shots of all the crew just being crew. Um, they're having like some some eating. Some uh, Luffy goes surfing. Uh, he falls in the water. Very dangerous. He he falls in the water, and of course, Brook and Chopper go after him to save him. Yep. They all get saved. They run in the sunset. Uh, Luffy uses Gear Third to like fuck up an entire boat. Um, and then we see so we see all the supernovas. They're in the opening now. Yeah. Um, which is great. And after that, we see some other important characters: uh, Rayleigh, Shaki, Hachan, uh, Kami, Papaku. We see some world nobles. Um, we see some uh government people that we will see. Later in this podcast episode, and then we see a bunch of women, um, Amazon-looking women. Yeah, sure. Uh, don't know them yet. We see Luffy staring at some uh, big titty lady. <laughs> don't know who she is. Could um, be anyone. That's that's could, a good descriptor. Yeah, could be literally anyone. Luffy has no fucking thoughts. And then we see uh, we see all of the Shishibukai. Yeah. So we see um, all the... I think we've seen all of them at this point, except for one, uh, because we see Moria, Kuma, Doflamingo, um, who we've seen once, uh, Mihawk, uh, Blackbeard, and then another fish man is there. I guess we can assume from context he's also a Shishibukai. Um, yeah, they did say that uh, there, was a, there was a fish sure man was. who's a Shishibukai who's Arlong's dad? It's not Arlong's dad. Okay. I I I I think because I, I I'm pretty sure you've said that on the podcast before, and I'm like, there's no way they said that because <laughs> it's not true. Um, or he's I think like part of that guy's like crew or something like that. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Ar- Arlong was under under uh, Jinbei at one point, um, but he is named very early on as a Shishibukai. Maybe the first named yeah, Shishibukai. That's the, that's the first time they bring it up. Uh, Wild. Besides Mihawk. Absolutely wild. Um, Besides Mihawk is, is like a big, big, like important guy. Yeah, <laughs> that is after Mihawk. Um, so Mihawk and then Jinbei. So we see Luffy fighting, I don't know, what the fuck, inside of a castle? I don't I don't know how to describe these people. He's fighting, but he's fighting them. Uh, he reaches, and there's some imagery with Ace. Yeah. And... Uh, I'm sure that's fine. Yeah, and then it ends. <laughs> so that's, that's Share the World. It fucking... Song bops. I do not get tired of this opening. Um, but that's that. So that's that's new on this episode. Three ninety five. Uh, Three ninety five also fucking starts with Garp. Um, yep. <laughs> Garp learning that Rayleigh's or that Rayleigh is at the archipelago selling himself so he can use that money to pay off a gambling debt, <laughs> which is such a good fucking introduction. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Garp is just just finds it funny and is like, "Don't tell anyone about this." <laughs> I, yeah. I guarantee, I guarantee it's him. 
Don't tell anyone about it. We can't just storm in. Yeah, I can't remember who he's talking to. Um, but he's like, yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, I don't think the, the Marines can really handle two big name people at the same time. Um, that's vague and left alone for now. Uh, and then I feel like there's a line in that scene that made me really squint at Garp. And I don't, I didn't write it down. I'm a fucking fool. Um, mm. But yeah, he does say that the, um, he's, I think he says like he would have loved to handle it himself. Yeah. Um, and he can't. And he's like, I don't think the Marines can handle two legends at one time. I know what he means. <laughs> uh, and I, we can speculate on it uh, later in, in this episode. Um, but the auction is beginning. It's kind of just a race of everyone trying to get to the auction house. Which, by the way, I strategically skipped over this before. It's at Grove 1. <laughs> um, so we immediately know how that's going to fucking pay off. Um, yeah. But uh, Zoro is making his way, making his way downtown, faces pass, and then they pass again because he's lost. And they, Usopp talks to the guy who, like, had the giant, and the yes. guy who had the giant is like, oh man, there's a mermaid, now people aren't going to care as much about the person I kidnapped and am selling for money. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, that's how they learn that Kami's definitely at the auction house. They're getting there. Uh, Sanji wants to arrive first, just barely doesn't. This seems very funny. I cannot do it justice. Uh, Duval's like, "Don't worry, I'm the ca- I'm the leader of the gang. I always get there first. And then like someone gets there like seconds before he does, and he just looks. He looks like he can't comprehend <laughs> what is happening around him. <laughs> it's so funny. Duval is maybe the best character in one piece. Sanji also yells at him for it. Um, But yeah, so people are starting to get there. Not everyone. Um, I think it's Luffy, Zoro, Brooke, Usopp. No, Brooke gets there later. Usopp gets there later. Oh, and Luffy's not there yet. Those are all on the way. Luffy shows up pretty late. Yeah, those are uh, the names of people who are still going there. Luffy, Zoro, Brooke, Usopp, and Robin. So Sanji gets there. So I guess Nami. Might yep, be Nami's there. there. Nami, Robin, Frankie. The the people who have the patience to yeah. watch the scene arrive. Yeah, basically. And uh they they go in and kids like, huh, where's where's Luffy? Why ain't yeah. Luffy here? Kid uh kid sees some of his crew arrive. Um and is like, huh, oh, but Straw Hat's not here yet. Uh I wanna see if he's as crazy as everyone says. Uh, don't worry, kid. I think you'll get to. And, um, yeah, so they're, they're getting in there watching the auction start. They, they want to break in and just save her, but they're like, we can't. Celestial dragons are here. We have to kind of play by their rules. Also, she probably already has a collar on, which we know is bad news. So Nami's like, all right, we have a lot of money. We'll just buy her. It yeah, sucks. We have about two hundred million. Yeah, and Hachan's like that's more than enough, but it still like sucks that this is what we're doing. Um, and Nami's like, "Don't money isn't money isn't even real. I don't give a shit about money. This is our friend's life. Uh, so we're all gonna do that." And then, and then, this is maybe the weirdest way they could deliver this information, but. One of the supernovas 
Fucking X-Drake. This idiot. That's the guy who is a former Marine, right? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, it, it's, I think it's also mentioned. It's mentioned again later. Um, yeah. I always forget. Uh, <laughs> but X-Drake learns from the newspaper, and he tells his crew that Fire Fist Ace is about to be executed. Sure is. Why are we learning that here? Now! And that, like, at the end of an episode, and no one's gonna grapple with it. For the, like, like, that's, I'm pretty sure that's why. But it's, it's a very, like, similar to the the Silver's Rayleigh thing, where it's like, the viewer knows this. Straw Hat does not. <laughs> and then you just have to wait. Uh, Fire Fist Ace is uh, scheduled to be executed. And X-Drake's like, well... Whitebeard is surely going to fuck up the world government before that happens. <laughs> I wonder why this is called the Summit War Saga. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, and then that... I don't think it comes up again in this chunk of episodes. It's just... It's just another fucking thing that we have to, yeah. to sit with. We see all the other Straw Hats going towards the auction house. We move on to episode 396. Which is called the Exploding Fist Destroy the Auction. <laughs> hmm. Wonder what happens here. Hmm. Who could say? Uh, there's some shit in this episode. I, yeah, there is. I don't know if it's... I think it's later. But, like, I'm looking at the wiki and I'm looking at the title card. Uh, the title card is centered on the logo. Yeah. The in, That's in the auction house. Now, do, do do you do you recognize it? I I don't. I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Google something. Because I immediately did. Granted, I fucking yeah, I'm the rewatch half. Uh, but I'm gonna see if we've seen it before. I know exactly what to Google to find out. Images. But, but I don't think so. Maybe I think this might be the first time we've seen it. Based on okay. what I'm, based on what I'm googling, so I recognized it just because I have seen more of the show. But anyways, it's very unsubtle uh, that they're drawing attention to the this this Jolly Roger. It's a smiling face that's crossed out. Um, it's got the it's got like a circle around it, but the circle doesn't really matter. It's it's the it's the crossed out face that matters and. Hmm. I'd see it again later there we i mean we know I, I i'm being i'm being cheeky but we learn in this chunk of episodes who owns the auction house maybe i'm saying too much by 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 drawing attention to it but we'll get there anyways 396 the exploding fist destroy the auction um i wonder what happens <laughs> uh oh so charlos gets there charlos arrives to the auction house and kicks his slave for not being fast enough. I think he said earlier, or he oh he says it when he walks in. He's like, "Oh fuck, do I want a mermaid? I'd pay any amount of money for a mermaid today." And boy, I'd have more money than exists in the world. Oh boy! And uh, his assistants like, "Now, sir, um, it's it's very uncommon that they actually have mermaids." And us as the viewer are like, "Oh fuck." Uh -oh. They have a mermaid. 
and it's yeah. our friend Kami who we're trying to rescue. <laughs> this isn't going to work out well at all. So, yeah, our boy Disco, who should really hang out with Django, is... <laughs> Absolutely. Dis- Disco is, is introducing some more slaves, um, but this one just falls on the ground and his mouth spits out blood, and Sanji's like, he bit his tongue off because he wanted to die instead of being a slave. And I'm sitting there thinking, now that probably wouldn't kill a man, right? Oh, yeah. Would it? The amount of blood, yeah. As I guess. Like, it's, it, I know it's a common thing, like, with your tongue. <laughs> and then this is the first I'm learning of it. I would have, at first I thought he, he, he like, poisoned himself. Oh. But then they said bit his tongue. I was like, hmm. All right, then. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, well, that sucks for him. And uh, Disco tries to pivot and is like, uh, he's just nervous. We'll be back um, with another slave right after this commercial break. And so next we see Zoro is, is still struggling to get there. Uh, he's just going in fucking circles. Yeah. He got directions from one group of people, runs into them a second time, beats them up again. Because uh, they gave him fake directions. Which they didn't. He's just dumb. He's just an idiot. Uh, but luckily, Zoro flies over. Not Zoro. Luffy flies over with the on a flying fish and grabs him. <laughs> yeah. And 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 pulls him up to the fish and bonks his head. And uh, they're on their way now. They'll be there soon. And uh, this is around the time where they're saying, "All right." That last slave had a nosebleed. He's just so nervous. Ha 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 ha. I have something that can uh, get everyone's spirits back up. And we see him wheel out a big fishbowl. And we see the silhouette of a mermaid in it. And uh, Nami's like, all right, this is our friend Kami. I'm readying my wallet. And they they get a good look at her. And uh, Charlos... The the awful noble's like, oh shit, oh fuck, it's a mermaid. And before, yeah, so before Disco even says the starting amount, Charlos just yells, 500 million. Yep. And, uh, shit! That's, that's like five Luffy's. That's five Luffy's! That's a lot of, geez, how come your mom lets you have five Luffy's? <laughs> Uh, so the room is silent. Uh, very sad. Uh, Kami can't hear anything in the tank, so she just starts like banging on it and screaming, and no one can hear her. Just yeah. very sad all around. Um, seeing your are your someone you care about being sold into slavery, because uh, she can see Hot Chan's out there. Yeah. Uh, it Hot doesn't Chan. uh help when uh explains that the the two not gross. Celestial dragons are like, hey, you have piranhas. And the guy's like, yeah, I want her. They can, She can swim fast. I want her to, sw- to be chased by them. Yeah, it's so, so frivolous, someone's life. Yeah. I'll drop $500 million to see a, a woman see, survive for a little bit. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I have I have no empathy for I have too much money. 
it's it's there's something about the way Oda writes these characters that I think he is intending to amplify their flaws so far up that they are cartoonish. I feel like I feel like Oda thinks that people could not be this bad, and in fact, I watch them thinking that people are just this bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is an interesting thing about the like Oda does have like or uh, One Piece does have moments like this that are very like you know eat the rich fuck the one percent Medicare for all like 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 just the section seems to be really yeah. anti rich and like <laughs> pro the people and it's interesting and I and I just, I just wonder how much of that is intentional and how much of it's just like amplified the cartoonish links that it's like well it's not actually this bad out here and i'm like i i just don't know <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> i would I love to give talk too to much Oda. credit but <laughs> yeah exactly i'm just like well I still got a lot of transphobia we're gonna have to deal with pretty soon so i don't <laughs> do uh d- do we welcome oda to the revolution <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but i certainly will project all of my political feelings onto uh, this episode in particular. I've been waiting for this episode for a long time because I've been telling you that Luffy is Antifa, canon Antifa for a long time. Uh, I rem- I remember you retweeting the clip that happens at the end here. Like, yes. Like four years ago. Because <laughs> it's so good. When we, when we started this podcast, I think I was like just past the, the, uh, like the time skip or something. So I probably would have been watching this the beginning of that year, back when I didn't work 40 plus hours a week and I watched a lot of One Piece. Anyways, Hachin and Papagoo are crying because they cannot save their friend from slavery. Yeah. Uh, Disco is, you know, trying to do his job and say, like, is there anyone else going to bid higher than that? But fucking no, they're not. No. So they don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Uh, Hachin's like, I don't know. Do we just run in? Can we do that? And Papagoo's like, no, she has an exploding collar on. Can't do anything. Yeah, Eustace Kid's like, ah, this sucks. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I'm just bumming myself out, and I'm Kid. <laughs> and I am the I am the asshole. Yeah, I am the <laughs> asshole, and I am bummed out. Uh, so he's getting ready to leave. The dis- Disco's like, alright, that's the deal. I'm closing it. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> w- wouldn't you know if of a flying fish just is real bad at landing. So <laughs> so uh one one of them a fly <laughs> a flying fish crashes into the auction house and um Luffy and Zoro were on it. Yeah. <laughs> Zoro still has no idea why they're there, what's going on. Yeah, Zoro just doesn't been trying know. to get, He's just been trying to get back to the boat. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to go back to the boat. What do you mean Kami's kidnapped? What do you mean she's being sold into slavery? What do you, what do you mean that the person I almost killed in front of a group of people is one of the most powerful people in the world and has enough money to buy a mermaid for piranha food? So so you're telling me human beings will own other sentient smart living beings for fun. That just sounds stupid. <laughs> so Zoro doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, he thought that Luffy was going back to the Sunny. He was like, "Where the fuck are we now? Why did you crash us into this place?" 
And uh, so, and Law and Kid are like, oh, there he is. Hey, it's the rubber boy. He sure is as crazy as I thought he was. We don't know that he's made of rubber, though. Oh, that's so weird that they don't know he's made of rubber. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, like, we we don't know their powers, sure, but they that's know more of, like, Luffy. an audience thing, like. Yeah, and also, like, yeah, Luffy doesn't fucking read a newspaper ever unless yeah. he knows and- he's in it. And the th- I guess the thing is, and all they're going to know is they're just going to hear that, like, because they probably just know the newspapers that just say he has a big bounty. He fought the Marines at their, uh, That's at true. their like, Super Judge Island. So, like... Super ju- They leveled in your lobby. <laughs> yep. So, and his name is uh, Straw Hat Luffy, and unfortunately not Rubber Boy Luffy. <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> One day he's going to give that... That straw hat back, and he's just gonna be Rubber Boy Luffy. Oh fuck! You just—that almost made me cry. I just realized he's gonna give that hat back, and the name that we know him and his pirates by won't be applicable anymore. That's gonna fucking hurt. Oh god! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I never even thought of that. F's in the chat for Jory. I have to wonder, like, was Shanks Straw Hat Shanks before? He gave the hat, and then he became red hair. Or was he always red hair? I don't remember if they call him red hair in I'm, I'm the Romance be, Dawn chapters. I, I think they just called him red hair because in the flashback we saw with Buggy, he didn't have the hat. I'm like pretty sure. He sure didn't. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, Trafalgar Law. Uh, I just read the first thing that was in front of my face. Um... <laughs> Also, it's telling me his full name, which I don't need. Uh, Luffy. Uh, yeah, so Luffy immediately is like, oh, there's Kami. I'm going to get her now. <laughs> I can't read the room. Uh, I'm going to save my friend. Uh, but Hachan tries to stop him because he doesn't want the scene to become worse than it is. Uh, yeah. And without really thinking about the consequences, he uses all of his six arms to stop Luffy yeah. from running forward. Um, which, of course, means that a bunch of people who are racist against fish... <laughs> Which sounds like a joke when I say it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't mean it that way. But a lot of people who hate fishmen are suddenly like, oh, fuck, it's a fishman. We Holy gotta shit. get out of here. We're gonna get, like, diseases. You know, the, here's here's the thing. I know it's it's like a Superman Clark Kent thing, but he is goofy looking, even with his fish, fish parts covered up. He has a big mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's like a suction cup, like, fishy mouth. The thing about One Piece is that some people do just look weird. That is true. There is just a goat man that they never explained it. Yeah, like, and like no one's like seventy episodes ago. N- no one's looking at like that bear that hangs out with Law and thinking, "What the fuck?" Well, just, Luffy does. Well, Lu- <laughs> okay, but but it ends that is that a bear? And then they say yes, and then that's it. Yeah, which is like which is like literally a fucking shit post. Yeah. It's like, is that literally fucking the, <laughs> fuck, what is it, the the Kurt Cobain, holy shit, I'm Kurt Cobain, is that a bear, holy shit, is that Kurt Cobain? Like, that's oh, yeah. literally that comic. <laughs> My brain was confusing it for a second with the Hellboy comic, and I'm like, has there ever been a monkey with a gun in one piece? <laughs> and the answer's probably, um... <laughs> Does Luffy ever hold a gun? What the fuck do you think? <laughs> if he didn't do it when he had a thousand shadows on him, he's never going to do it. 
<laughs> well, maybe he needs 2,000 shadows in him. Fuck, when he got me. When he teams up with Moria in episode 1,322. God. <laughs> and he becomes super Nightmare Luffy. People who people who have are, are deeper in this show, and by that I mean Rain and Andrew, I talk to about One Piece sometimes, they know that I keep saying that, like, what if this terrible bad guy is a Straw Hat later, though? <laughs> and the further we get into One Piece, the more and more terrible things are revealed about them, and it's becoming, more, like, less and less remotely possible but that's like i'm just thinking of like i don't think moria could suddenly become a good guy (laughs) (laughs) so they see that he's a fish man and luffy's like no i'm gonna save our friend stop trying to stop me and yeah and then uh charlos is like a fish man gross and pulls out a gun and shoots. The This scene is interesting because, like, we see Luffy and Hachan being, like, you know, they're doing their thing. Hachan's trying to stop them. Sanji's, like, confused. And Nami's, like, they hate fishmen, by the way. Yeah. And it cuts to, like, a gunshot. And, uh, there, you know, it's, like, a big dramatic thing of, like, who got shot. And I'm, like, well, it doesn't work on Luffy. Like, I'm immediately just, like, well, it's not Luffy. Yeah, that's that's my brain. It's like, why would he shoot Luffy? He's gonna bounce back and kill him, and that's gonna get Luffy in a whole heap of trouble. Yeah, I'm like, usually when Luffy gets shot, it's a joke. Yeah. Then it's like, oh no, Hachan has been shot. Which sucks. There's like no music yep. for a little while, and I it's very effective. There is multiple times in this chunk of episodes where it cuts to, like, the eye catch, and it doesn't play the, like, happy yeah. music. It just plays, like, oh. a, a, a sad swell. Oh, especially in the last two episodes. Um, yeah. Ah! Uh, all right, so we are moving at a snail's pace to fucking get there. We are moving at a snail <laughs> phone pace. Uh, Hachi has been shot. It's fucked up. Charlos is, like, celebrating. Like a big child. Yeah, he says he shot it, so he it gets to be his, because he's the one who caught it. Yeah, he's like, I don't have to pay for it, it's mine now. And we hear the crowd being like, oh, well, that's probably for the best then. They probably had diseases. And yep. uh, Luffy is, we know exactly what Luffy's going to do, because he starts walking towards the Celestial Dragon. Yep. Um, and Hachin's like, no, don't do it. It's not worth it. I promise you it's not worth it. This is, I, deserve I deserve this. It. I was I was really mean. I was I did some awful things with Arlong's crew. This is just karma. Uh and he like apologizes. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. Nami's like I don't know if she cries, but she's clearly affected by it. Yeah. Um and he just Hotchin just keeps fucking apologizing. And Charlos is like, why won't this fish man shut up? I'm gonna shoot it again. And Luffy just <laughs> continues walking towards him. Yep, he's just slow, slowly marching, and it's very, very effective. He shoots at Luffy, who doesn't even take it. He dodges it. Yeah. Completely dodges <laughs> it. Ste- steps out of the way of a bullet. And uh, Luffy gets up to him, punches him in the fucking face, and He does a big him. punch. He does a big punch. It's, I mean, it's, it's silent. It's in black and white. It's This is one of my favorite animated sections of the show. Our description won't do it justice. God damn, is it a powerful scene of of Luffy punching this idiot? 
And that's that's the episode. So we've had all this setup about how big of a deal it would be if we started shit. Which I think you said that last time too, where it was like, oh, they said how bad of a, a deal it would be if they fucked up a noble uh, uh, a celestial dragon. I guess Luffy will probably do that in four episodes. <laughs> yeah. And so he did. And before he did did the punch, like I said, I thought it was going to be like a misunderstanding and cause them to get fucked up. But instead, it's very deliberate. It's it's deserved. Yeah. Everyone is like, like a, as the audience, you're like, thank you, Luffy. This is what I've wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next episode, Luffy apologizes, uh, saying like, hey, I know an admiral is going to come down here now, but I mean, look at him. You saw what happened. Zoro says he wished he got to do it. Everyone just starts like, they just go into pirate mode. They're just like, all right, cool. We're, we're switching it back on. Chopper starts tending to Hachan's wounds. Frankie goes looking for the key to Kami. Kami's, um, like fucking collar. Um, what I didn't remember. So, one one of the uh, the other celestial dragons start like shooting at Luffy, which also we know doesn't matter. Yeah. But what I didn't remember is that Sanji attacks him. Sanji yeah. kicks the gun out of his hand. Three straw hats <laughs> assault the guard uh, the the world government in this episode. Or well, Luffy did the, in the last episode. Sanji just did. You probably can't guess what happens with the other one, but <laughs> it, I it's very funny. Uh, so we see sh- shots of everyone panicking and leaving, with obviously the exception of the Kid Pirates and uh, Law's crew, which is called the Heart Pirates. Oh, and the Celestial Dragons stay there. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, <laughs> Law and Kid are just kind of watching what's happening. Uh, we see that uh, Usopp, Robin, and Brooke are still on the way. Zoro, like, cuts open the tank that Kami's in. Yeah. But she's obviously still on the collar. See, I would I would have think that if anyone can just like cut it off without there being any problems, it'd be Zoro, which I just thought would happen, but it didn't. It it ex- they saw it explode. Zoro didn't. Oh, true. But I'm glad that he's not stupid enough to try it then. Yeah. <laughs> um, he probably heard something a second ago or something, but yeah. So military's definitely on the way. Usopp really doesn't want to be the last one there, uh, but he is. Uh, Robin and Brooke get there. Brooke is struggling a little bit, but uh, is it Chopper who hands him a, like some milk? Yeah. He drinks some milk and then it's fine. Because milk is filled with calcium, which is good for bones, and he's bones. He's all bones. <laughs> he is exclusively bones. So then Usopp gets there, um, but he lands on the top of the auction house and doesn't really want to jump in. So he's just going to stay up there for now. The mighty Usopp will watch from afar, which seems like he would just start doing some sniping, but he doesn't. He just, he just stands up there and monologues. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, they kind of just fight for a while. Um, and then, Rayleigh and the giant decide to come out. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> interestingly, they don't have collars on. Nope. Somehow. Somehow. And uh, what, what, is, what happens? 
All right. Well, <laughs> uh, things are things are looking bad because the the celestial dragon lady she's just gonna murder Gamey. Because uh, mm-hmm. if they can't get her, then what's the point of having her or live? Uh, but suddenly she just like passes out and dies, mm. <laughs> and and uh, mm. <laughs> Rayleigh is just like, well, it's uh, I see what's going on here, and then knocks out everyone in the room. Except for all the pirates, yeah. <laughs> and then, mm. and and then he's like, and then the straw hat sure is good for someone like you, Luffy. I've wanted to meet you for a long time. <laughs> and that's the episode. How the fuck do you feel? Uh, Rayleigh recognizes the hat. <laughs> he recognizes the hat. And he knows Luffy by name. Yeah. And in a way that implies he knows more than just the the wanted posters. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Rayleigh seems like he knows much. And we know well I mean we'll learn a little bit that he knows he knows much. Uh <laughs> yep. but how do you feel about his introduction? <laughs> Oh, uh, that's real good. They uh he sure is a hundred times more powerful than Luffy. It seems he can like just it knock out all those people with his can, with his presence. Like <laughs> he can just clear out a room by standing in it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. We we so this power we can assume is probably called hockey from the context clues. Yeah. And I just wish that this hockey ability was activated by T-posing. Because I'm just imagining that. <laughs> what if you had to T-pose to, to knock an entire room of people unconscious? Oh, that's the end of my notes. Um, It's not the end of the episode, but uh, the rest of it, 398 through, what is it, 405, I watched with Andrew, <laughs> which means mm. I didn't write anything down. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to be flying with the wiki. But let's let's just say that um, the Marines are here. Yep. Uh, things are getting bad very quickly. Yeah. I I she- didn't expect I didn't like because they deal with the the shit at the auction house, and immediately the Marines are there. <laughs> well, they they are just right there. Yeah, they're the the archipelago is not far from any of the headquarters bases. They already had a lot of men there. Yeah. But uh yeah, they we we see um we see a lot of shit. We see a lot of supernovas in this episode. Yeah. Very quickly everyone knows what Luffy did. <laughs> Which means that shit's going to get fucked very very soon. Um everyone's like, "All right, we need to leave. We need to leave right now." And uh we see that Sungoku, the head of the Marines, is learning about this and is like Oh wow, Luffy did that. Oh shit, all the supernovas are there. Fuck, damn. Uh, hey, buddy, Admiral, I'm gonna send you. And the Admiral, who his name is Kizaru. Um, well, that's I think that's his his Navy name because all of the admirals have two names. 
But uh, his real name's very fun to say, which is why I always default to it. Um, his name is Borsellino. Yeah. Um, but his his alias in the military is is Kizaru. Oh yeah, I, I keep forgetting that that's like what they do. They give him like an alias. Yes, I fucking forget about it because I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna look up Okiji. Why the fuck does it say this name? Um, <laughs> and the answer is just that they have admirals have code names. Um, not that their real names are secret. They just also have code names. Well, it's cool. It's very <laughs> cool. Kizaru. Also, uh, spoilers, all the admirals have, uh, they're all entirely based around, like, color coding. Um, mm. Oki- Oki- Okiji's all blue. Um, he had ice powers. Uh, Kizaru's all yellow. We'll talk about his powers in just a minute. Oh, they're fucked up. Um, we haven't met the red one yet. <laughs> oh, no. It's Firefist Ace. He's <laughs> undercover. God. What kind of marine would be undercover in the as a pirate? <laughs> Come on. Uh, NEA's X-Drake and a bunch of other people are like, hey, let's fucking leave. And Yeah, let's get out of here, please. Fucking leave. Uh, we see a scene, which is um, honestly a little weird that it's included. It seems entirely irrelevant to what's going huh. on. Yeah, um, uh, there's, but, uh, there's blonde. There's a blonde man. Yeah, man. I don't know if we've seen. Have we have we seen this one before? We we sure have multiple times. The first oh, time it popped up, I was I was real confused because it was very early way on. early. Um, so this guy who is who's running the the auction house disco. We've I've talked about our boy disco. He's reporting back to the person who fucking owns the building. Uh, the person who really makes the big money off of. Human trafficking. And so he's calling him up and he's like, hey, some some bad shit happened. We got fucked over by Straw Hat Luffy specifically. And this guy, who's like, hey, you know what? I think I'm over slavery. The auction house, pretend it was never mine. The future is in smiles. Which sounds like he's going to fucking open Disneyland or some shit. <laughs> Well, if the name like Don Quixote do, do Flamingo, that's a <laughs> yeah. Going to sounds like he's gonna fucking Don Quixote land. <laughs> Don Quixote do Flamingo is the person who owned the auction house, and he's like, hey, you know, I don't really care if Straw Hat fucked up all my shit. I got I got smiles in my pocket. Uh, you deal with it. Bye, Disco forever. <laughs> uh oh yeah. Apparently, I don't even remember this, but he's like, hey. But I'm also a warlord. I gotta go do some warlord jobs because, like, Whitebeard's probably gonna start a war or some shit. So, uh, bye. And that's cool. Cool. Great. Yeah. Uh. So, I I'm I'm increasingly uh, confused at what exactly being a a Shishibukai entails. Good uh, fucking question. <laughs> because at first. I thought I had a good enough understanding of it. It's like you pay these pirates to be they're on the government payroll because with the intent you hope that they would they're so powerful they will discourage other people from yeah. going on the grand line, find the one piece, discovering the blank century and uh people who aren't like scared of it, uh, you murder them because I, I think you're so much more powerful. Like that's that's what I think. I, maybe that's just what they're supposed to be usually, mm-hmm. and this is like 
uh, a cold case situation. But uh, also, <laughs> uh, what's going on with Kuma? But also, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I, I, I would love to. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Uh, the page for Shishibukai. I would love to know all the people who were Shishibukai before the show started. Um, just out of personal morbid curiosity. Um, but, uh, yeah, it seems to be like you can do whatever the fuck you want because the government protects you, but also if they need something, you fucking listen. Um, that seems to be it. Like there's certain things that are, you're not allowed to do. A lot of them do it anyway, especially Dottie, Do Flamingo. (laughs) Uh, Crocodile. Crocodile. Yeah. What? Basically, don't overthrow a government because that fucks with the government. Who is your boss? But also, if you're accepting that position, you're definitely not like, all right, uh, this is what I was working so hard for as a pirate. Surely there's someone out there who their main goal is to be a Shishibukai. Well, I I, I can imagine like... Surely. I I feel like maybe this is just me. I'm just uh I'm making this up. I feel, but to me, one <laughs> one at the after Gold Roger is uh, murdered, um, there is uh you think the Shibukai would like happen like shortly after that, and it, yeah, it's, it seems like it would be a defense a reaction. of yeah, yeah, it would be like oh man, these pirates are getting fucking out of control. How can we get some handle on it? Um. I would love to know if that is true, but I, that, I mean, that makes the most sense. Um, but I think this is an example of it too, where like, uh, they're all being called to do a thing. They're like, Hey, yeah. you're going to be part of our defense force because we know some shit's about to go down. Yeah. And, uh, it, it sure, sure is a, a big deal. If people who are as strong as Aokiji who can freeze the ocean, Mm-hmm. Won't be enough for this war. Well, there's seven of them. The only person I I can think of who could uh who could beat Okiji is in their captivity. He's about to be like executed. So let's think. Let's count on our fucking two hands. Seven Shishibukai, three admirals, vice admirals. I only know Garp. I I there's three vice admirals, but I only know Garp off the top of my head. You like the vice admirals have to be at least on the level of like Kid Zoro, Luffy, Law, probably at least a little bit like we've o- under. We've only Garp's seen- not gonna fight Luffy, so yeah, we've only <laughs> seen Garp be a dumbass. So yeah, but, but he also can punch the Rubber Boy, which is weird. Yeah, <laughs> didn't really handle that at the time, but it's weird. Uh, anyways, I'll, I, I'm, yeah, just, huh. I'm just saying, surely some people. Want to be a Shishibukai, certainly someone would have that be an advantageous uh, situation. Anyways, uh, Law and Kid uh, and, and Luffy, they uh, are all, they all notice um, Rayleigh showing up. And yeah. um, he's like, all right, I'm going to save a mermaid now. And he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like Frankie's still looking for the key. There's suspense, uh, but it doesn't yeah. matter. Rayleigh saves him. <laughs> Uh, it saves it, there's an explosion and it's scary, but it's okay. Yeah, and Frankie just gives the keys to the rest of the slaves. They actually do depict it where Rayleigh just 
takes it off of her neck and throws it across the room so fast that it doesn't matter, which yeah. is <laughs> incredible. Uh, Fra- yeah, Fra- Frankie does have the keys eventually, but he's a little late. Uh, Frankie gives it to all the other slaves uh, who, uh, or well, people who were are wearing collars but have got not, not yet been purchased. Future slaves. Uh, so everyone's like, hey, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hachan. Hachin knows. And Hachin's, uh, is like, why'd you, why'd you use your hockey? <laughs> and, uh, so he's like, hey, there's a lot of people in this room who withstood it because they're strong. That's cool. And, uh, it says here that Kid is who reveals to the group who the, yeah. who he is, which I already don't fucking remember. Uh, granted, I knew, <laughs> but I probably yeah. wasn't paying attention to that. Yeah, kid mentions it and he's like, hey, Calls him the Dark King. Hmm. Dark King silvers Rayleigh. Uh, and Rayleigh's like, hey, I just goop boats now. Don't call yeah, me a I'm Dark a goop- King. I'm a goop I'm boy. A, I'm a goop man. I'm just a goop man. Humble, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> simple, man of goop. And thanks for saving my longtime friend, the octopus. Yep. <sighs> Someone whom I have been friends with for a long time. Longer than the show has been running. Pre our long. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's like, and he's cool. Like, we should probably get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we should leave. And Rayleigh's like, I'm not going to do too much because everybody kind of knows my face. Um, <laughs> I'll bring too much attention to myself. Yeah, so I'm just going to take Kami and Hachin out of here. Uh, y'all take care of the Marines that are outside. And... Uh, <laughs> Law, Kid, and Luffy basically trip over each other trying to do it first. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I believe I the this. Mo- yeah, most of the episode is them fighting the Marines. Yeah! <laughs> which, I got, which, which, of course, is uh, for us the reveal of Law's power and uh, Kid's power. Let's start with Kid <gasps> because it makes sense. Uh, how do you feel about Kid and his power, which is seems to be what if Akira was magnets? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's just—he's just a magnet. Like he, he can he can get all the metal on him, and then he can turn it into a big fist to do a punch. Yeah, yeah. He he makes a big fucked up metal arm, which uh, also involves him stealing weapons from all the marines. Almost Zoro, Zoro's uh, yeah. Zoro's swords kind of start to slip away, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" And so Luffy's showing off his uh, gum gum powers, and everyone's like, oh, wow, he's made of rubber. That's fucking weird. That's weird. And then... Law! 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 <laughs> Law says, huh, rubber's fucking weird. Anyways, I'm gonna... Here, here's a head. <laughs> here's, here's a man's head, what? but also he's not dead. What I, well, I'm right. holding his head, okay. and it is speaking, okay. and his right. body is moving. So here's the thing about Law. <laughs> Number number one thing about Law's power, they do not explain it. <laughs> it's it's even more confusing. Like I I have a I have a I have a bearing on how it works. He he does the room, he makes he makes the dome, yes, and then he can use his power, yeah, and it allows him to just rearrange body parts in another human being. He turns people into buggy, but they don't have control over their body. Yes, 
Law's power, I'm just going to get and ahead he can of... Like, he can, like, magnetize it to himself in a way, too. He can just, like, bring it to him. Yeah, I'm going to just kind of get ahead of the rest of this podcast and say Law's powers are fucking broken. They're bullshit. I love them. He's one of my favorite characters, but they do not make sense. And kind of similar to Robin, there's no hard limit on them. Like, so he has to make, like, he, he can make this, he says, room... And there's kind of like a transparent dome that is representative of his range yeah. to use and his power. Everyone can see it. It's visible to everyone. Yes. They mention that. Mm-hmm. They like stay out of the bubble. And when he shows up, it's a little more restrained. Eventually it'll be the point of, hey, how big's his room? I don't know. What's he need to do? Uh but right <laughs> now, you know, it's it, it's fine. Granted, you know, you can argue that he's stronger later. I don't care. He makes the room. And he can essentially switch. In these episodes, what we see is that he can switch the places of any two things inside of that room. And that includes separating body parts from each other. Now, (laughs) later on, he has (laughs) later on, we'll see that he uses a sword to do it. I don't think he's doing it in these first two episodes. I think Oda's still kind of figuring out law. Um, understandably it's a fucking bullshit power but he I like his sword yeah he has a big long sword um and part of that is he can he'll he can separate body parts inside of his room and it's it's good comparison to buggy it doesn't like kill the man yeah now what's stupid in my opinion is that if he cl- if, the, if the room closes or goes away that's just how that person is forever. That's that's where I draw the line of it being a little much. Because when he closes the room and like goes off to do something else, the Marine's head is still just a head with no body. And he replaces... So what he does is he replaces a cannonball with a head. So now a Marine is running around with a cannonball on, on his neck. And the two other Marines are juggling their friend's disembodied head. Who's talking to him and is like, hey, my neck's really warm. It's, I feel like I completely comprehend it with my eyes, but it's just impossible to put words to. <laughs> I love Law. He is my goth boyfriend. <laughs> He's great. He's so good. I relate, I relate to him because I, too, have eternal bags under my eyes. Oh, yeah, he looks so fucking tired uh, all the time. Yeah, so Law, yeah, his power isn't really expensive. Explained in words. Granted, none of the supernova's powers are really explained in words. They just kind of do shit. Which yeah, that's I like. what I like about this whole thing. Yeah, they don't. They give us enough visuals to let us know. Sort of. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Gang, but I I get that he has a well, power. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Oda really like like the thing with Law and Gang. They okay. They, law, laws I can almost believe in. They're this a little more universe, conceptual, but. But gang, gang gang has a stand. Gang is a stand power. That is not a devil fruit. He has a stand. You gang, cannot tell me that is not a JoJo power. Gang is very close to standhood. I will give you that. Um I I I, lo- I think a lot of these characters Oda kind of has a slightly different opinion on when he dare I say uses them again. Um but even like the way that Law's powers develop are fucking bullshit. Um it's fun though, I'll tell you that. Anyways, so they all fight. These these are the three 
essentially the three strongest captains in the group of the supernovas. I really like their dynamic of all having very different reasons to want to be the one who does it. I don't really know what Laws is. I'll say that. <laughs> but Kit, like, Kit and Luffy are very similar. It's just Luffy is nicer. Yeah. Um, and Law's just like, hey, I want to hang out too. Yeah. I have strong looks fucked like- up powers. <laughs> Law looks just like he wants to hang. Yeah. They're fighting a bunch. It's fun. It's great. And uh, Kizaru's not yet arrived, but the Marine captains are like, hey, is that Admiral here? And they're like, no. He's on his way, though. And they're like, well, we fucking need him. <laughs> this shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. There's a head. And then, like, I, I don't know if it's in this episode. I think it's in uh, the next one where Law makes a particularly big room and just fucking combines, like, 25 yeah. dudes into fucked yeah, he up just, Picassos. He just he just rearranges those boys. Like, it's <laughs> this, bullshit. It's the next one, but it's, uh, it's something. <laughs> he sure does it. Um, and he has the fucking gall to say that rubber is weird. Anyways, uh, Luffy uses gear third. This, of course, makes him a child. And that's, and they're like, hey, that's a weird side effect of your power. And then he goes back to normal. And he, I like that he says, hey, I'm back. I'm, I'm normal size again. Yeah. Very candid. Um, yeah, uh, you know, we don't need to talk about every detail of the fighting. It's great. We talked about the powers that are revealed. Um, but eventually the the crewmates start to join, um, which is particularly yeah. interesting that we get to see Killer do what his name implies. He has big swords. And um, <laughs> he he has a design that fits his name. Yes. He, I mean, he's he looks like a, a member of a member of Daft Punk. <laughs> but uh, the kid pirates are, are showing up. And uh, Law, is, Law's pirates also show up, which is to say that Beepo. I love this. I love him. I I like the 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 two things in this section. I really liked. I like when Luffy's like, kids like, hey Luffy, we have to work together now. But next time I see you, oh, uh, we're gonna fucking kill you. I'm gonna beat and your Luffy- ass. <laughs> and Luffy goes, well, I'm gonna find the One Piece. And kids like. Hold up. Hey, killer. Anytime someone, anytime we said we're going to find the One Piece, people laughed at us. And then we murdered them. <laughs> this is weird that someone else has our dream and they have not done a whole lot of murder. <laughs> Fucked up, but true. <laughs> and uh, I, I love, I love, I love the bear man. I like the Evil. fact that. That he he beats he beats up a bunch of marines. Beppo. And then they're Actually, like Beppo. And then they're like, Is that a bear? And then he falls to the ground and he's like, I'm very sorry. Just <laughs> he's apologizing for being a bear. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, a, he's easily defeated. He's a and big I, white I bear him. in a jumpsuit. An orange jumpsuit with uh with Law's um logo on it for the Heart Pirates. He yep. He's such, he's Peppo, he's such a perfect boy. I love him. I, <laughs> I like it, because what happened in the, uh, when they were in the human auction house, when Luffy knows it, it's like, uh, Robin was something like, that's, that's Trafalgar Law of the Heart Pirates, he's their captain. And Luffy and was like, there's a bear next to him. Cool, there's a bear. <laughs> like, he didn't give a shit that there was a very powerful pirate there. Mm-hmm. He, he was more interested in the bear. I'm learning, and, and then, I'm learning that his, 
bounty is very low, similar to Chopper. <laughs> and I I also like uh when shortly after um Law frees the like fucked up weird looking slave. The big that, one? Yeah, he just has like he looks like a gorilla person. He's like, a very, very large man and Law's like, with, like hey. a weird head yeah, design La- and head like Law just like, hey, I saved you. You're in my crew now. <laughs> he asks him. He asks him nicely. Yeah. He's like, hey, you're free. Do you want to join me? You seem pretty strong. Your name's hey, John, John Bart. Bart. John yeah, Bart. Hey. Hey. Very famous former pirate. Yeah, he was like a he was like a big uh deal captain. Um and yeah. he's just part of Law's crew now. Who knows if that'll ever come up again. And then Law says, Hey, you also gotta thank Luffy who started this whole mess. Yeah. And then Beppo walks up and he's like, You're n- you're newer to the crew, so I I, I have rank on you. <laughs> you mm-hmm. have to listen to me. <laughs> the bear. <laughs> the bear who the karate bear. He does he does like Bruce Lee like mar- karate and does Beppo. like the he, he makes the noises like Bruce Lee. Yeah, he does. Or Kenshiro or Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat, all known for making high pitched noises when they attack. That's great. I love Beppo. He's a perfect boy. I love him. He is my friend. Um, so everyone's trying to escape. So Law and Kid kind of stay in this area. And Luffy and his crew get away on the, with the Flying Fish Riders. And they essentially get back to um, uh, Shaki's place, the bar, and talk to Rayleigh. Um, I don't yeah. think we see that quite yet. Um, we see that the... Uh, Duval's cow is uh, sped up because Frankie just like builds a fucking engine for him. Yeah, <laughs> I wish Frankie just built more shit that was convenient. It's very funny. <laughs> it, it would be. I want him to build more like bridges and staircases. Oh, that's that's great. Just like weird like structures because I I also like them them stating like I love the design. Like that's all. Yeah, that's a fun little thing too. In in this area, like kid gets shot by a beam, and it we don't see where it comes huh. from, uh, and he's like, "That's weird." And then later, Law gets to the same area and says, "Now, why is a Shishibukai here? Why is a why is a warlord here?" And uh, there's another beam, but Law avoids it and says, "Shit, this is happening, and an admiral's coming." <laughs> This is bad. And we look over and it sure looks like that's Kuma who's back again. It sure does. Sure does look like Kuma's back. Yeah. Now, it's I. It's interesting that Kuma's not holding a Bible. I miss I miss that until the... Uh, it's subtle. Towards the end. It's subtle. I didn't notice... I noticed when they showed his not fucked up hand. Yes, which I don't think happens in that episode. I think it's in this next one, 400. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because that, that cliffhanger certainly makes you think it's it's Kuma. You can probably tell by our choice of words that it's not. Yeah. He, he looks it's exactly like him. It looks exactly <laughs> like Kuma, uh, but they're going to start to really play with... Um, with some with some things here soon, and I, I I immediately caught on that something was up, but mm-hmm. I just realized I had a I had a harsh misunderstanding of what Kuma is. Uh, <laughs> you probably don't. It's just fucked up. Um, we'll we'll, we'll get into it in this episode, but uh, the, the this next one uh four hundred is where we learn a lot about Rayleigh. 
I wonder if they intentionally paced the anime so they could get this, like, this fucking, like, anchor of an episode at 400. Maybe. <laughs> Hard to say, uh, but it certainly works out this way. So the Heart Pirates, that's the uh, Law's crew. They're fighting some folks. The Yeah, so they get to the Kid Pirates, and they're like, Hey, kid, how'd you get fucked up? Oh, shit, is that Kuma? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> they look at Kuma and like, is that a bear? <laughs> uh but the they start attacking the law um this is all the same stuff from the last episode uh but uh let's let's jump ahead to shaki's bar where they're treating hachan's wound and they're just shooting the shit with railing it's like damn you were the you were the vice cap or the you, roger damn yeah. that's cool and uh it i where do you want to start with this scene? A, a million things happen in this scene, this conversation. So, first they're like, hey, hey, Octopus, why the fuck didn't you tell us who your friend was? And he's like, well, you weren't interested in that part of him. You just need someone to coat your boat. You just needed that goop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course Hachan knew. It's his, his friends. Um, yeah. And, and he said, he's like, yeah, I've, uh, no, I've known Rayleigh forever because I, I saved him when I was a child. <laughs> And we were friends until I joined the Sun Pirates. And uh, <laughs> Luffy with his mouth full of food. Oh, you mean Arlong. <laughs> and I I looked over to Andrew and I was like, it's real fucked up that no one says anything about that. Which is more of a comment for me than it is about One Piece. Uh, but I, it's kind of mentioned in the Arlong Park arc that Arlong is kind of a defected subsection of the Sun Pirates. And that's kind of what, like, the fact that he's technically under Jinbei is why he got away with a bunch of shit. But it's real fucked up that no one steps in and says, hey, Luffy, here's some more information about the Sun Pirates. They just completely gloss over it. <laughs> Anyways, Sanji's like, hey, but Roger was, like, captured and executed. How are you fine? What's up with, what's up with that? And Rayleigh's like, well, <laughs> Roger turned himself in. This was all... (sighs) So, so, I... I It didn't really cross my mind that this was a possibility, but it also... It just makes sense. It sure does. It it makes a whole lot of sense how, like, he he is the biggest, most powerful pirate ever. How was he captured? he just caught... He just caught and murdered without any problem, especially when we've seen, but even smiled. like Buggy, Buggy is the first other person we we see with with the power, and he could he could get out of his head being cut off. Very he would just easily. detach his head. Very he easily. Head. If a blade went through his neck, I don't even know if it would do anything to him. I don't think it would. Uh, they'd have to find up another fucked up way to kill them. But yeah, there is. It's it's almost weird how we haven't questioned up to this point. How Roger is happily giving his final words and then being killed. Yeah. <laughs> He's very fine with it. And it's like, yeah. huh. They shot um, t- they talk about how perfect that man was. And he says that uh four years before he he got executed by the government, he was diagnosed with an incurable disease. Mm-hmm. But he ran into a man at the entrance of the Grand Line and asked him to join the crew 
who could help him. A doctor. And that man, this doctor, we also know, likes to hang out with our whale friend. So, Crocus. And it's been a while, but did he say anything that was like, huh, I wonder if we should think about that when he met Luffy, because I can't remember. If so, I definitely drew attention to it on the he podcast. Probably did, but I don't remember. I there, I remember rewatching that and thinking, "Huh, this guy was part of the Roger crew," uh, and now he painted the inside of a whale to look like uh, a Dragon Ball joke. Um, <laughs> he's old. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I just went to Reverse Mountain Arc. You said. He sure is like Gold Roger. I think he might have been the first person to draw that comparison now that we talk about it. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But he's old, so it's like, why would we question it? He probably knows who Gold Roger is. Yeah. But but he hung out with him for a few years. And uh took him took him three years. But uh <laughs> they beat the grand line. And then Brooke is like, hmm. That uh that that old man did did tell us that he was a pirate doctor for a bit. And also, I remember something about that rookie Gold Roger, because Rook's been out of commission for quite a while. <laughs> yeah. So uh that that raises some. Um Yeah, and uh yeah, I'm I'm looking at the the his wiki page and it seems to mainly just be that he gave Nami a a blog post and just told him a bunch of information and was like, yeah, Laboon, uh, pirates. Cool. I was a doctor once. But yeah, it's fine. It's, it's, uh, I, I love that they just let Brooke, like, casually say, oh, yeah, I do recall hearing about a rookie named Gold Roger. Like, <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> like, cause he's like, he's like 80 something years old. Mm-hmm. He is, he was old before he died. Yeah. So, and, uh... Most people do get old before they die. And, and Crocus joined, because he wanted to, he wanted to find Brooke's crew. Yep. Which is fucked up. It's depressing. And, yeah, he's Pirate King now, he's about to die, and then Roger's like, well, I'm about to die, we've done everything we can, let's, let's just leave, let's just all... Let's all just all disappear. Let's call it a run. Yeah, he like slowly people start to leave the crew so they can, yeah. you know, get into safe places uh, where they're not known as <laughs> the Pirate King. It's interesting that they talk about how the is like, ah, the title of Pirate King's pretty useless to me. It's not going to keep me alive. Um, yeah. But uh, Roger appreciated it because he was just a very big, he just <laughs> just went big. He didn't know how to go home. And uh, I think that's funny. Um, but yeah, he turned himself in so he could make a big declaration and, and push forward more pirates to do what he loved to do. It's, it's I don't even remember this, but uh, it says here that Roger said his last words to Rayleigh were, I'm not going to die. <laughs> Which I'm assuming he means, like, I will live on in stories and shit. Yeah, but uh, my... My uh, cursed brain uh-huh. said, <laughs> last words. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> My fortune is yours for the taking. <laughs> yeah, but you'll have to find it first. Yeah, the one piece is just him still alive. Left, left everything I own in one piece, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so everyone's like, damn, what a good story. Um, And so Rayleigh mentions that 
starts talking about Shanks and Buggy, which is this Luffy the first time that he is this the first time Luffy knows what crew they were on? Uh, I I I I think I so. Rem- I don't remember. But uh, not no one there reacts like we're supposed to react when we get that fucking information mm-hmm. because. Two things go. I genuinely don't know how long. Like, I, I have been through this show fucking, you know, a time and a half now. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking know when they reveal that information. One piece isn't complicated. There's just too many facts. Because yeah, just like early, we like why Buggy doesn't. One of Buggy's issues with Luffy is the straw hat. And yeah, he knows, it reminds he him knows, of he, Shanks. Shanks, who he hates because it's Shanks's fault. He has the devil fruit power because Shake startled him and his instinct was to shove the fruit in his mouth. Mm-hmm. He accidentally <laughs> and, ate it and now he can't swim. Yeah. And it was when they were on a crew together. They were like, they were like, I think they specifically mentioned they were, they were like at the bottom of the like chain of command. They were mm-hmm. like the, the end signs to the crew. And not only is it fucked up that Shanks and Buggy were to crew, crew together that's already that's kind of a fucked up reveal at uh eight episodes in especially for me who i just knew for almost my whole life that the only things i knew about one piece is that luffy's made of rubber and he got a straw hat from a red-haired guy who he looks up to Mm -hmm. and now we learned that the crew that they were on was of the pirate king oh yeah hell yeah um and for some reason uh, not surprising for shanks very surprising for buggy for how I view Buggy, why does he not brag about that? He seems like the kind of guy who, I don't know. who he would be like, he, he'd be like, I was on Gold Roger's crew. You need to fear me and follow me because I'm going to find the treasure because I was part of his crew. So it's going to be easier for me to find it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, part of the reason might be that he just didn't know. When the shit when this started, um, but yeah. I don't know. Buggy's a weird character who just fucking fails upwards. <laughs> it's and like, yeah, no, he doesn't brag about being in Roger's crew. Maybe that's because he was really low. Um, or he, he just wants to be known for his own name. Maybe he just really doesn't want his bounty to be that high. <laughs> Maybe he tried it once and no one believed him. That seems that could be it too. That's like, very funny. He could be like, I was part of Gold Roger's crew. And if he said that to Luffy in that confrontation, Luffy would be like, no, you're not. And then did a punch. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Rayleigh says that uh, he ran into Shanks uh, about 10 years ago and learned about Luffy. Learned yeah. that he gave his hat and lost his arm and all that shit. And, and the kid, kid talked just like Gold Roger. Of said course. the same things. Yeah. So they're from the same ocean. They have the same personalities. I'm still saying it. Time loop. Luffy is Gold Roger. I ain't never gonna die, says <laughs> says Roger. I don't fuck. It. I rein I it's reincarnate as a tiny rubber boy. Who could say? Um, <laughs> it's 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 weird. Like there's I I hope One Piece is like drawing their similarities for just like emotional appeal and not some bullshit sci-fi thing. I, I know it'll be, like, not only an emotional appeal, but I'm sure there will be something, like, about it that pays off more than just... I trust Oda. He's just like, he's just like Gold Roger, so he's gonna be the one who gets the treasure. There's gonna be something else to it. There's, there's, 
it's brought up so much and with how much they have brought up with how much I have watched this show. Mm-hmm. There's no way oh, it it's just it, it's just what's draw comparisons because that's the big hero. It's like um It's kind of it's, all for one, uh, from yeah. from Boku no Hero, where it's kind of just that's like That's what I was just gonna say. Like like it's not just gonna be like he's he sees something in the kid and people see something in the kid. I I feel like One Piece would do just a little bit more with it that's going to make us like lose our hair and we'll fall out. I yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I think yeah, I don't know. There's some shit. Um who could say? I hope that's I hope it's a little more separated from that. Um I want to say that I trust Oda, but like like the 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 manga and the show have been like a little more plot and a little less character based lately so i'm just like i hope we i hope things stop getting bigger and bigger once that's that's what's been happening i see i i avoid it as soon as i see it but i see something like the latest chapter of one piece is some shit and then i see like a screen cap of it and it looks like every week all unfamiliar stuff and i'm like they they must be doing some like stuff beyond what they are doing in this chunk of episodes of world building in those it's it's pretty fucking big right now and i'm just like i i think it'll probably pay off at least in my opinion i would i would love for the follow-up to wanda to be something very small like contained small stakes i i would love some i would love to feel the way that Inya's lobby makes me feel again mm. just like say I, and, and to be fair whole cake kind of did but whole cake also was just like this can't just be a contained thing. It has to affect the fate of the entire world because that's just the kind of pirate Luffy is now. I Maybe I shouldn't be talking too far ahead uh, for the sake of this podcast, um, but I was just talking to Andrew about it a bunch uh, over the weekend. I like One Piece quite a bit. I I do hope it ends one day, uh, but it, do, <laughs> it does seem to just be getting bigger and bigger, and I I, I think I trust Oda. On on it on it sticking the landing. I'm, so so something I was thinking about when this I was this episode's gonna be like three four hours of, long by the way. This this chunk of episodes is um we're on fucking a lot of times we have five more shows, episodes to talk about when when the scale gets bigger because that's what's happening and it's like they're introducing so much shit and yep. like so many different people and we're cutting to ep- there's large chunks where it's not even straw hats or like. Marines specifically we're focusing. We're focusing on people that Luffy is in, like, in quotations, competition with. Yes. Like, other pirates. And normally, on a show, like, it's too grand, like, reason why I don't watch, like, a Game of Thrones is because I don't want to follow seven different characters who are all doing shit unrelated to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I, I watched the show True Blood for a few seasons, and I fell off because... The thing that I found interesting in the first season is spooky supernatural stuff of vampires in this small southern town. That's an interesting juxtaposition about the, like, globalization and, like, introducing, like, an outside thing into a small town. So they, they give good representation to, like, the outsider of it. But by, like, season four of that show, there's, like, fairies and they're in other parts of the world with, like, vampire politics. I'm like, I don't give a shit. There's too much. Mm-hmm. But here, 400 episodes in... Uh, I'm, f- it, it works for me. It's interesting. It gets yes. me more interested in what's going to happen because seeing all these other pirates, it's, 
we we won't ever get those things, but it's just fun to imagine the kind of adventures they had along. I talked about this when they showed their like map mm-hmm. of all the other pirates' paths. Like it's fun to we know that those those guys have had some adventures. Yeah. Like I was thinking like what what if Kid had to go to the Sky Island? Uh he would have gotten fucked up because his power would get fucked up by electricity, so he would have he wouldn't have made it there. Mm-hmm. But he could have gone to an island that a rubber boy could not do shit at. So, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if I mean, if L- Luffy would have a harder time against like someone who is just wicked good at swords, and in a way yeah. that like Law or Kid could uh, dominate. And uh, yeah, another thing yeah. that I was talking to you about Andrew with this was just like there's something special about the way that this introduces a bunch of characters, but it's not like. Uh, a draining tournament arc where it's just like we're gonna learn about all these characters and for way too long it's just like they show up we get them in media res we don't get their like their whole journey their backstory long explanations they show up we see them in action and uh they're also not like the rest of the show isn't luffy versus these people they're just other people who exist at luffy's yeah. level <laughs> Um, and like, even just like seeing where this, the next few episodes go that we're going to be talking about for the next fucking hour. Um, it's like, they're not like they're showing up. They exist. We know about them and how they're part of this world now. And anyways, Luffy's got some shit to do. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to continue going their own separate ways and maybe link up again in the future. Um, yeah. Who could say? After Rayleigh says, Hey. Uh, I met Shanks. Shanks told me about Luffy and said he's he sure is a lot like our old captain. Fucked up, but true. Suddenly goes over to uh, a a marine riding on a cannonball. Yeah, <laughs> and he he's wearing a bunch of yellow and he's got long legs and he uh he talks into a din din mushi a snail on a, a, a an Apple Watch but for snails um. On his wrist, and he's like, "Hello, what are my orders? Hello, <laughs> hello." That's it. <laughs> and everyone on the island is like, "Oh fuck, it's him!" Oh shit, that's an admiral. <laughs> it's Kizaru, and he's like, "Hello, where do I go? So, Who am I beating up?" Yep. Anyways, and then uh, we get some more uh, world-shattering revelations From back Rayleigh. at the bar. Where he's like, hey, Luffy, good job at what you've done. I only have enough goop for one boat. And because you're friends with my old octopus pal, I will goop your boat for free. Um, Hell yeah. Robin is like, hey, in Skypea, on the Poneglyph there. Which, of course, he does not bat an eye at the Skypea. Though I also want to know why the fuck they went to Skypea. And why Luffy is probably following the same exact path they went on in the Grand Line, I can only assume. Uh, um. Well, the Inus <laughs> lobby thing pro- may, might be a little weird. But, um, yeah. presumably... <laughs> the rest of them... Pre- the rest of it, I just feel like if they if they run into that in Skypea, I'm just going to assume, like, a lot of it... Like, Cro- why else would Crocus... That log pose is probably the one they fucking use there. God fucking Oh, damn no. It. Oh, shit. Oh, God. God, <laughs> I do, never do considered we tell that. Um, oh, okay, uh, I was gonna say, do I send this to Andrew right now? But he can, he can fucking listen. He, I, I, yeah, he'll listen. It's 
fucking two hours in. Um, yeah, fucking. So, uh, that's a brain. That's like a huge galaxy brain revelation. Um, that is. If I wasn't scared of the One Piece subreddit, I'd go. I'd go post it there, but then I'd get like the whole show ruined for me if I went there. Yeah, I don't. I literally. I'm thinking about. I'm like, all right. So if you go on the one island, it's gonna point you at whichever ones next. Um, yeah. along a certain line. And they line. were at Skypea. Yeah, but that, so, <laughs> so so that means that Roger would have gone to Jaya, which means he probably got there from Alabasta and so on and so forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how like it works from uh, Reverse <laughs> Mountain to Whiskey Peak. Like, I don't know how you branch off. Like, I don't know where the branching happens because I'm dumb. But uh, yeah, I mean, if he got to Skypea, it's very likely. Um, also, Roger might have just fucked around and gone all over the place. Like, he could have, like, gotten to Saba Odi, turned back around, and been like, all right, yeah, here's another place. Because it <laughs> um, it's not like everywhere they go is like, oh, yeah, Roger was here 20 years ago. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Which what? <laughs> could be the case if he went to, like, some other places. Yeah. Skype uh... is like, the only confirmed Roger sighting until, uh, yeah. for, for now. Robin's like, hey. Roger obviously knows like the history. He can like read it. Did you guys? Did you guys learn about it? He's like, we sure did. We did, we learned yep. everything. But uh, we are just pirates who just so happen to be able to read those things. And if I explained it to you, uh, you do not have like the world bearing to grasp it. God. And also, he he just he seems to just immediately. N- Oh well, he doesn't know that she is, but he he mentions that he's not like the uh people from Ohara, and he's just uh you guys the people from there could decipher it better than we could. Yeah, Roger just had this weird way of here, like he just had like this weird innate or innate understanding. Um, the quote on the wiki here says, "Could hear the voice of all things." Um, the dub that I watched was like, hear the voice of the universe. Um, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he just fucking Roger, man. Goddamn. And, uh, of course, Usopp's like, hey, shouldn't we, like, ask questions? Shouldn't we learn stuff right now? And Luffy's like, no, fuck you. What the fuck? It, what? Why do you think we're on the fucking... We are on the cruise, Usopp! That's <laughs> the name <laughs> <laughs> he points Usopp to the camera. It's the name of the show. We can't just throw it away when there's more stuff to resolve. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to go on a boring adventure knowing what the treasure is, knowing what the history is. Like, let's and have our own I fucking like that. adventure. I, I like that, because the, the thing from the beginning is when Gold Roger died, it kicked off a new era of romanticism and piracy, and Luffy is embodying it right there. Even though Eustace Kid is, from what we understand, uh, a horrifying monster that murders people for yeah. making fun of him, uh, he still has that childlike wonder about a treasure mm-hmm. that may or may not exist, and that is his whole sole like motivating factor. It's <laughs> the, the, it's great, yeah. That that Luffy is just like we don't need to know. Just we're gonna know ourselves. We're gonna we're doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Luffy just twos up. Maybe the One Piece all along will be the friends we made along the way, but we don't know until we get there. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, I, I feel like Luffy being like, "Sure, it's cool that we're meeting this big, big name guy who did the thing, 
but he's just gonna goop our boat, and then we're gonna go about our way. Like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna treat it like he wasn't that guy. <laughs> it's it's cool also that Luffy is not like starstruck. Yes, no. He's just like, like that's that's neat. something. I I I have not watched Naruto, but I feel like at some point in regular Naruto, whether filler or not, Naruto runs into famous ninja, and he's like, "Oh shit, you're famous ninja." Are there famous ninja? Like, I'm trying to think of like anyone who's important in the Naruto world, and I'm like, Jiraiya <laughs> and Tsunade are already like, he already is mad at them for various reasons when he meets them, <laughs> and that's before hmm. he knows they're. Important. I don't even know that much. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Naruto's all right. Um, one day I'll finish it. Maybe when One Piece is over, and then I'll watch Boruto. Um, uh, you can't. I can't. I, <laughs> you can't. Boruto's. You can't go back there. Don't go back. Boruto's been tainted. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's been evoked on this podcast before, but I. I I, I, I feel like probably <laughs> most we've been talked about uh, in plugs. I think that's the only probably. Time. It's fine. Uh, Bed Bath and B on iTunes. If you're curious, look for the ten hour episode. Um, anyways, uh, yes, uh, Rayleigh, of course, is like, huh, you sure sound a lot like Roger saying that shit about wanting your adventure to be genuine. Uh, it's almost like you're the same man or some shit. Fucked up. (laughs) Uh, so basically they're like, hey, like this is kind of the setup that in any other arc would go very differently. Um, the, the setup is like, hey, but. It'll take me three days to coop your boat. I got, I got, to, I got to move it to a secure location because uh, the Marines are here now. But I'm gonna goop it. I'm gonna goop it free. Give me three days. We'll meet up. And I got to move it around every day. Too. Yes, every day I'm gonna move it because the Marines are here and they're gonna fuck me up if they catch me. Yeah, so, so they're gonna try to fuck me up at least. It'll make things. It'll make it harder to goop your boat. Yeah, it, you need at least you need all, you need both hands to goop. But he's like, here, come in three days. Find me. It'll be done. You can leave right away. And they give him, they give each crew member, everyone gets one uh, piece of uh, Rayleigh's uh, Viver card. So they can follow it back to Rayleigh. um, And they will all, they're going to split up and meet up again in three days and go to Fishman Island. Now, shit immediately gets bad. There's not even, like, three days later, the Marines get there. It's immediately, like, the next five episodes take place over maybe the immediate two hours after <laughs> after they get these Beaver cards. So, uh, let's cut back now to Admiral Kizaru, who's coming in on that uh, cannonball. And he arrives, and still doesn't have a response from his... Uh, Din Din Mushi snail phone. Hi, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joe. Sugar We're Going Down podcasting is exactly what it sounds like. Each week, we get a random Fall Out Boy song and discuss it in various ways, such as... What are its merits musically? Is it a bop? Does it have chugs? It's lyrical complexity. Sometimes Pete writes a triple entendre, and sometimes he doesn't even finish the first entendre. Does the video make any goddamn sense, though? Usually, no. How gay does it make us feel? Usually, a lot of gay. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your personal podcatcher of choice and get a new episode every Wednesday until it kills us. 
Caitlin, is this more than you bargained for yet? Honestly, it already is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So episode 401, we're now in Kizaru. Kizaru fucks up everybody. That's the name of this episode. Yeah. Impossible. The title is impossible to avoid. Admiral Kizaru's speed of light kick. Uh, uh, yeah. There's not a lot of notes on uh, on this one on the wiki, so if you want to lead the way. Um, he just... People are fighting what we think is Kuma, and Kizaru fucks up some other pirates. Now, at, uh, at some point, we see a different group of people fight Kuma. Or is that just yeah. later? So, so immediately... We do see multiple groups of people fighting a Kuma. Yes. A, we see at least yeah. two Kumas. That's fucking weird, right? You know, I didn't think much of it. I knew it was going to be some kind of, like, reveal. And I remember them saying, Kuma is a pacifista created by the Marines. And I also remember them saying that he's he's like a cyborg robot android human horrifying monster mm-hmm. creature that exists. So I was like, oh. My, my brain was just thinking, oh, they have they have all these robots and since they all look the same, they just say, hey, that guy's one of the Shishibakai. So when he shows up, people are like, oh, fuck, it's the Shishibakai. Yeah. Uh, so but what's interesting about these, which we can just go ahead and say they're just pacifista, um, which is like, they don't, like, everyone assumes it's Kuma and you know you could you could be eagle eyed and be like oh shit no bible is this really kuma um but when he takes off the gloves and he has like laser beams in his hands instead of the paws yeah. you're like that's fucking weird it is it is real strange is that kuma and then you see two of them and you're like all right what the fuck is happening and we'll figure out in a little bit kizaru fights like four supernovas at once and fucks them all up yeah uh, how do you how do you, you want to tell people Kizaru's powers? Uh, I don't really understand it. Great, um, me neither. He's light. Uh, it makes he's basically what I thought uh, Kumo's power was when he first showed up on mm. uh, uh, Thriller Bark because uh, the specific line he he almost he does something that seems like it'd be in like a goofy webcomic or a Vine. It's like, have you ever been kicked at the speed of light? He he says that. Yeah. He he says that to uh to Hawkins, I believe that's the weird like uh yes yeah, like card guy scarecrow spooky boy. card guy. Yeah. Who we also see that he has a weird power. Yeah. I don't understand what his power Poorly is. Poorly exp- like I mean it's intentionally vague, but um yeah. yeah. Uh so the Pika Pika no me Borsellino's power, Kizaru's devil fruit. Um, it's light. He, he explains, yeah, he explains it a little bit later. What's interesting but... is that it's a Logia. That makes sense to me. It's <laughs> It, it kind of feels like it exists in that area where it could kind of be a, uh, a it, the way he uses it is looks a lot like a Paramecia, but he really can like separate himself into, into body and, uh, or into two different pieces of his body and like bullets go through them. It's just that it's light. Um, so he like can travel at the speed of light, which is fucking fucked up and broken. And sure, it is fucked up. 
Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, he fucks. So he fucks up a bunch of people. He's looking for someone named Sentamaru, and yeah, he kicks a bunch of people. Uh, he fights Hawkins, a Pooh. I, I think Bonnie's just watching. So we see Bonnie. She was dealing with some pirates in an area, and she's like eating and laughing. And for some reason, there are a bunch of Marines who are either children. Or old. they're old men. And then we see a, a Marine go over to her, and he's like, Oh, fuck, I'm going to get the jewelry Bonnie. And then he turns into a child and starts crying, as she is still like Weird. laughing and engorging herself on food. And because you said she she's like significantly different when she tackles uh, yep. Zoro, I, I, I can get that she can age people, which... What the f- okay, that's also a stand. That one is also a stand. That's literally a stand. Because that's literally a stand. Because, li- like, literally, uh, Zoro carves into his arm baby stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very... Speak- speaking of stands, you want to talk about Beje? Okay, so... Because he's... He, I think... Be- this, this, this episode is mainly all the supernovas showing off their powers and fighting... Um, some of them are against Kizaru, some of them are against Pacifistas, and they think it's Kuma. Some of them are and, just, just against Marines. Just Marines. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, Beige Gang, he's, uh... Good fucking question. He's standing there, and there, there's Marines surrounding him, and then he... I can't remember if it's, like, him direct... I think either he says it, or someone nearby says, you don't have the manpower. And then, he has, like... A bear, like a purple ring around him, and then doors start to open on him. Yeah, with little people and little cannons mm-hmm. in them, and they fire. And when the cannibals breach that like purple ring, they turn into regular size cannibals yeah. and blow people up. So, Gang Beje, Capone Gang Beje, is essentially a fortress man. So he is a fortress and. <laughs> Because of that, things when things go like can store themselves inside of him, they just shrink down. Um, so yeah, he like his crew is just inside of him half the time. Yeah. He's he's and a cannons. fucked up, better version of what Wapol's power is. Wapol yeah. eats things and then he he, he vores and then uh-huh. he becomes them. Uh, Bajik, he can just open up a door and be like, "Hop in, yeah. pal," yeah. and they hop in and then they can just hang out inside of him. Yeah, he just has. Yeah, he just has doors that appear on him and his buddies can hop in and out or shoot out of it uh it's fucked up i love it it's so stupid um but yeah it's very stand like yeah so bonnie does the baby stuff uh baby stand uh kizaru fights hawkins and basically what happens is like he will get shot head on and fucking die but then what happens is like he's fine and a tiny like straw thing will have like been destroyed. Voodoo have been voodoo doll. Yeah, and like the camera will cut away to some other person dying. Uh and then it yep. cut back and it's like, okay, cool. He kind of has like extra lives that he sacrifices other people for. Yeah. Cause there's a shot later where he he turns into a big like scarecrow straw man. Yeah. And he, he gets is the straw man that everyone says my arguments are. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And uh, Kizaru just, like, shoots him a bunch with laser beams and, like, a bunch of those tiny things shoot out. And it's just, like, shredding through 
human lives. And his crew's like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he can't do <laughs> Those that. Those are us, probably. Yeah. But we don't we don't get to see uh, X Drake's power until the next episode. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, Urige or, or, or Eurog, whatever, and X Drake are fighting a pacifista, but they are later. Um, Kid and Law are fighting a pacifista, but we already know their powers. We don't need to get too into it. Yeah. And yeah, X Drake, we'll see. We'll talk about him later. He's also he's also uh, spoilers a JoJo character. Um, but at, at the, at the <laughs> he's <and> yep, <laughs> he is we one for one can say yeah because I feel like. I feel like there there's someone whose power is pretty close to uh to gangs with having like little army men shoot. I, yeah, there is. Never mind. There is at the beginning of part four, right? Uh I don't remember that's, what uh, it is. That's um Okuyasu's older brother has like little army men that shoot, doesn't he? I'm pretty sure that's who it is. I don't remember because all I remember about that section is the, the bow and arrow. Bad oh yeah, bad yeah. bad company yeah, bad com- is the mini- yeah. miniature army. Damn, yeah. they don't go inside <laughs> of him though, of Kicho. Yeah. But it's it has like the same like that's where my my brain is drawing like the visual comparison. Yeah, like the it's the little guys who shoot. Yeah, if if it, well, that's the thing is like, uh, his his devil fruit is that people other people like other crew like pirates and crew members <laughs> yeah can go inside of him. But it is like a similar aesthetic to Bad Company because Bad Company is just a bunch of tiny army men. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so at the end of the last episode, Straw Hats are confronted by someone, a big a big sumo man with a with an axe. And then in 402, they start the the Straw Hats start fighting uh what they think is Kuma, but it's a pacifista. And Luffy and Zoro are like, he looks kind of different. He's not dodging our attacks the same way. And I think the the real surprising upset is that they're able to beat him. Yeah. That's not, I don't think that's in this episode. I think that's in the next one, um, but spoilers. But yeah, Luffy's like, hey, we know this guy's too fucking strong. We're going all out from the jump. So we go straight into second gear. Yeah, that's a, that's something you don't fucking see. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> showing it. Everyone's immediately at top four. Like, I don't think we've ever seen Luffy, Sanji, and Zoro all go full ham on one bad guy before. No, not yet. Not until it's now. so cool to watch. It is. The fighting in this chunks is great. They, uh, yeah, these these episodes are phenomenal for the fights. Uh, and yeah, like everyone's kind of doing their own thing. Like uh, Brooke does an attack, which doesn't really work. He gets like stuck in the in the robot arm. But uh, yeah, so they're they're all fighting. They're combining their moves. Uh, Nami gets to do a really cool attack. Nami kind of does the most damage to him because, of course, she does. She has electricity, and he's a robot. Yeah. So. I have a quick question here that they don't address there, and we'll get to it eventually. Why can't um, Kid do anything to his robot parts? Like, is it because he doesn't know, so he's not, like, consciously doing it? Or, like, they just don't bother because he'd win? I don't know. Maybe that's, that, maybe he that's can't. That's a major oversight. Maybe, maybe he can't, <laughs> like, pull individual parts through skin. Like, it's a cyborg robot thing. I don't fucking mm. know. Who cares? Is it be boring? <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, what if Enel uh, came and fought him? Uh, I imagine Enel would have a considerable advantage over Pacifista. <laughs> him and his fucking army on the moon. <laughs> Can't wait for that to come back. Surely that'll be canon at some point. But uh, Anyways, uh, Yuroj Ur- is, is fighting his own Pacifista. Uh, he, seem- yeah. he seems to be having a pretty o- okay 
job. Hawkins he, so is a big a thing with him. He's just always smiling. It's almost uncomfortable. Yeah, especially when he's big and buff. Because he goes from being a big man with a big pillar into just this lo- big buff, make large, huge man. Yeah, it's it's, like, ooh, it's early JoJo for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Hawkins is, he's also there. Yeah. And X-Drake uh, is realizing that. He knows everything, because he's like, oh yeah, I, he, I used to be a Marine. Mm-hmm. Looks like they got the pacifista thing going, and they n- learned how to replicate this uh, this Admiral's powers yeah. and put them into the pacifista. They made laser beams based on Kizaru. <laughs> um, and Kizaru is like, hey, that's Drake, the Marine Admiral. Oh, shit, I guess former Marine Admiral. Sorry. Uh, and he's like, I dare you to fight the pacifista. <laughs> uh, and boy, Drake shows off his power. He turns into a fucking T-Rex. He's a fucking dinosaur. <laughs> X Diego is his name. Uh, he, he, yeah, he fights the pacifista as a T-Rex. It doesn't do very Everybody much. on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Open the door. X Drake's a dinosaur. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't really do much to the pacifista. No, he bites his, he bites his head, and then he just gets lasered. Yeah, and then he goes back to normal. There's like a couple frames where he is regular X Drake, but you can still see the dinosaur tail. I wish he just did that on purpose. <laughs> that would be that would be cool. I would love that. Uh, but yeah, he sees the. Uh, I mean, it does some damage, and uh, Heezer is like, "Hey, I'm also here. You have to fight me." That's when he lasers Hawkins into the shit. A bu- yeah, a bunch more voodoo dolls fall out. And, uh, yeah, so Kizaru, yeah. So this is when uh, Pooh shows up. <sighs> I don't like, I hate him even more now. Oh, uh, he's, Pooh. he makes me uncomfortable. Because uh, is going to be like, I'm going to murder. Uh, I'm going to kill this guy. Uh, and then Apu's like, hold up. Yo, yo, yo I'm yo. gonna play a song, yo, yo, yo. And he turns his, he's like playing on his teeth, uh, like someone we know. Yeah. And then, and then gotta um, get wheels in the podcast. <laughs> he turns his hand to like a clarinet and is like playing music with his fucking hands. Yeah. So, what's it's interesting about up. Apu is that he's our first member of the long arm tribe we see, and he also has oh. some fucked up power where his body is an instrument. So like not every long arm can do this. I don't like that his his whole body isn't because of the fruit and in fact he would only be mildly fucked up if he didn't have a power. You got to discriminate against a whole race of people in the One Piece universe. Uh <laughs> it's a little rude. Don't, I I I think we might have seen a long leg person in a filler arc. I don't remember. Yes, he plays music, and I don't really fucking know what his power is, because, like, he plays music at Kizaru, his body splits in half, and I literally said to Andrew, what if Law's power was stupid? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he just, like, falls apart. Yeah, and then he <laughs> gets back together, he's a fucking Logia. It's fine, like, it literally, like, like an image loading slowly, his body just reappears on his on his legs. But, yeah, so Apu starts to run away, and then he fucking kills him. Uh, he just, like, like, like light reflecting on various mirrors, bounces his way in front of Apu, and then kicks him into the ground at light speed. Everyone's kind of fucked up. And then he finally hears uh, his, his Dinden Mushi, his, his snail phone, ringing, and he's like, wait, the one on my arm isn't doing anything. Oh, shit, I guess I have another one in my coat pocket. 
And that's where uh, uh, someone is talking to him and calls him Uncle. Yeah. And it's Sentamaru, who is a, a large sumo man with a with an axe, and uh, which I guess maybe didn't meet Luffy in the last episode. Maybe this is just wrong. He he he, he popped up at the end. Oh, like, we okay. saw his head. Like, we saw his head. Yeah, he's like waiting to be contacted by uh, Kizaru, and he's just like, "Fuck it, I guess I'll do him as himself." So he's like, "Hey, Uncle." Reminder that this is the snail you need to use. The one on your arm is not. It's for intercepting calls. <laughs> it's for eavesdropping. He's just been talking into it. Yeah, like a, like, like a fool. Imagine be being the guy on that uh that end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, so we go back to the Straw Hats, who are, I mean, they're 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 not losing to the Pacifista, but they're also not winning. And uh, yeah. Soro's still really fucked up from actual Kuma, but they're starting to realize that this isn't Kuma. Yeah, there's something something strange. Yeah, the hands, the Bible, the personality, it just is, the whole thing feels weird. We see that, like, Kid and Law are still fighting. John Bart and, and, and Beppo uh, are, are doing their part. I, I liked the one one segment where... They like get to a group of Marines and they're all like, Is that a bear? And he's like posed up, and then John Bart just punches him. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. Yeah, these fights are great. I don't think we need to go into full detail about them, but uh, Killer does some damage. Law realizes that this doesn't seem like Kuma, something's off. And then we go back to the Straw Hats who are kind of losing, but uh, a lot of people just team up. Like Chopper does some good damage. Frankie does. Robin helps, and uh, Brooke does his shit that doesn't help. And Usopp, Usopp actually helps. And so does Nami. Does her big, yeah. big uh, electricity attack, which is huge because after this, the Pacifista can't like target anything. It just starts shooting lasers randomly. Yeah, which is all also terrifying. Uh, Zoro does his weird attack where this. Nine swords or some shit. Still don't really understand that, but it's fine. Uh, and then Luffy does gear third, and that finishes off the past Vista. Uh, it's really cool to see everyone team up. Yes. <laughs> it's a little different from the Thriller Bark stuff. Uh, it's very satisfying to watch. Fucking good anime. 10 out of 10. So, it's they, they, they all last three days. <laughs> um, shit's bad. And... I don't know if they like. They're like, all right, this is not Kuma. It's like Kuma, um, and looks like him. Yeah, doesn't talk like him. Doesn't say anything. Uh, but this is when Sentamaru shows up, and uh, they just have another pacifista with them. Yeah, there's a lot of these fuckers. Unfortunately, and you saw how much it took to be one of them. Whole Straw Hat crew is like wiped out now, tired. Zoro's like gonna die any second. Because he almost died in Thriller Park. Yep. <laughs> and uh, now he has more pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now he's fucked up even more. Uh, so, Sentamaru is there, and he's like, uh, Hey, these pacifistas report to Vegapunk, who made them. I'm the strongest guard around, and I won't give out secrets. Also, my name is Sentamaru. <laughs> Very funny. And, uh... <laughs> So now, uh, this next pacifista, which is called PX1, 
um, starts. Yeah, because they draw attention when they beat the other one. It says PX four. Yes, and uh, they're oh yeah, because they don't name the one that fights Caden uh, Law, which is fine. So they're they they want to fight, but they can't. And um, Andrew pointed out that like you know shit's bad if this happens, but Luffy says we can't win this fight. We have to split up. Yeah, that's uh. That is a big... That's like that's how I know this is serious. Luffy says, we are not strong enough to handle this. We need to run away. He... the I don't know how they worded it in the dub, but the subtitles specifically say, we are not strong enough right now. Yes. Which, uh, I'm gonna hang on to that. We are outmatched. <laughs> uh, we are in over our head. We have to survive and leave. And Luffy's like, yeah. we're gonna run away. Split up, and three days we'll get back to the sunny and get out of here. And get the fuck out of here. <sighs> See how that goes. And uh, basically, so they split up, and what ends up happening is uh, Kizaru shows up right away. Uh, because that, this is actually his target, is the people who attacked the the Celestial Dragon. Luffy is up against Sentamaru. Uh, the Pasafista is going after Nami's group. I don't remember exactly who's in what group. Um, and Zoro is stopped by Kizaru, who shows up, who is basically about to kill Zoro. He just has, like, his his light kick waiting above Zoro's fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> so, there are two episodes left. 404 and 405. Uh, 404 Straw Hat Crew Not Found. This title... <laughs> this title of this episode is, like, the Straw Hat Crew is, like up against death, like final desperation, and then uh, the title for 405 is uh, a little more uh, rough. But so 404 is basically, like, these two episodes are, these two episodes go together similarly to how I would say, like, maybe the last two episodes of Evangelion go together. Uh, like, I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really imagine them separated. Is, is, yeah. um, they, they are... <laughs> They could be an hour-long special if they wanted to do it that way. Big fucking deal, these two episodes. The ending of the Saba Odi arc. If you're wondering how it ends, if they're supposed to meet up in three days, well, buddy. <laughs> I uh, Well, they have to get there in three days before the moon crushes the, the world. Correct, you're right. Um, so, okay. Uh, so this episode, 404, starts with uh, still more of Law and kid uh beating their pacifista they they beat the pacifista and kids like holy shit we beat a warlord and laws like no you didn't this definitely nope. wasn't him <laughs> sorry <laughs> and uh and then it like stands back up anyway and fights him a little bit more and then another one shows up uh they're just completely fucked and uh Sentamaru is uh you know blocking off luffy and Luffy's, like, yelling at Zoro to get up and run so he doesn't die. Usopp is, like, going up to Kizaru and shooting at him, but it's all just going right through him. Uh, which is... This is a very harrowing episode. Brooke, like, everyone's just throwing themselves to save Zoro, and none of them can do anything. Nope. It just... <laughs> it just goes in and out. Like, Usopp's shots just go through, and he's just standing there with his foot over... <laughs> over Zoro. 
Like, you gotta move out of the way. If you get hit, it's your fault. Logias are fucking rough, right? Like, you got the sand Logia. Luckily, Luffy was able to use liquids to balance it. You got the electricity Logia. Fuck, that's too strong. Luckily, Luffy's rubber. What the fuck do you do with a a light Logia? You got, you got the smoke. Or smoke, uh, for that matter, yeah. Smoker, smoker, you just get a fan. Sure. You remember those giant fans from one of those One Piece movies? You get that. Sure. <laughs> A fucking light. Uh, the only thing I, uh, you become friends with Blackbeard. Sure. And have him use his darkness. That's the only thing I can think of. It's fucked up. Uh, yeah, so he's just standing there taking these attacks saying, this is useless. My moves, my, I have a Logia. Um, Zoro can't move. He's too fucking weak. Robin tries to move him with her power, kind of like the end of Venus Lobby, but Kizaru just warps over and kicks him again. It's like, no, I'm going to kill him. And right as he's about to, someone swoops in and manages to stop his power. Stop, like, stop his kick. (laughs) He doesn't seem to have this dilemma of it being a Logia. He just stops it. Yeah. I mean, he's... He's he's Ken. I mean, it is Rayleigh. Yeah. He's, uh... So, I don't know if if it's intentional. But how how I view this like quick matchup is like at the end of Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope. It's very similar to that dynamic with Obi Wan. The only difference is that uh, really doesn't die. <laughs> Nobody <yeah>. dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is very much like these two old forces like dueling it out while another generation is like trying to move forward. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Rayleigh blocks. Kizaru, and Kizaru's like, oh, shit. You? Okay. I guess we'll do it. Rayleigh's like, hey, this pirate era is not even close to over. Fuck you. I guess I'll hold you off. So he fights. He makes some remark about how it's nice to hold a sword for the first time in a long time. Which, by the way, he is holding off Kizaru's light Logia power with a fucking sword. I don't know if I don't know if you want to you talk about that, or if there's a point I mean- to... I, I figure he's strong. He can do it. Maybe hockey can help him do that. Who could say? <laughs> like, that's that's where my brain goes. Is like, maybe hockey just is like... <laughs> it just helps you, helps you win when you need it. That's a fair understanding of it so far. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a new power that we don't fully understand. Rayleigh has it, and he's doing this. Uh, so, yeah, he's protecting Zoro. Rayleigh is sent, like telling Kizaru to leave the Straw Hats alone, but Kizaru is like, I really can't because I'm here for the Celestial Dragons. And so Brook and Usopp pick up Zoro. They're trying to run away. Um, Straw Hat, uh, like Luffy's still like, we have to leave. We have to leave. Yeah. Uh, Frank- we, we gotta go. <laughs> Frank- Frankie uses a coup de vent uh, to, to try and blast his pacifista away. I think either now or later, Frankie runs out of cola because his hair is droopy for a he, while. Right before he does that, he says it's going to use up all of his cola okay. power. Yeah, uh, so Rayleigh's like, hey, good luck, guys. Uh, and is like, you know, blocking all of Kizaru's attacks. So they're just fighting off. They're just fighting off screen, basically. Um, Sintamaru is like, all right, maybe the, I'll get the pacifist to kill Zoro. He's, he's so close to dead. Uh, but Sanji comes in and kicks it. I mean, this, this, the situation just continues and gets worse. 
Usopp's carrying Zoro. Uh, Brook is trying to, you know, sacrifice himself to save Zoro and Usopp. Just a lot of people really giving their all for their friends. Sanji is, like, kicking away these pacifistas and also, like, breaking his legs in the process. Luffy's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck, oh my god. <laughs> All of my friends are, 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 are struggling and throwing themselves onto grenades for each other. And uh, Kizaru's like, hey, you may be holding me back, Rayleigh, but, like, my vice admiral and these pacifistas are plenty strong enough to take care of Stry Hat. <laughs> There's a really sad scene where the PX1, the pacifist, is, like, walking towards Usopp and Zoro and Sanji's just, like, holding on to its leg. Just makes me sad. And, uh, yeah, Sentamaru is continuing to, to, to do his shit, which is fucking up Luffy. All of Luffy's attacks are just bouncing off of this man, by the way, which is fucked up. And this, I mean, it seems to be getting worse and worse. How could this possibly end? But someone else shows up. Maybe the last thing you could have expected. <laughs> the real... Kuma quotes? Yeah. The, <laughs> Kuma shows up and he's holding a Bible, which makes yeah. which makes him visually distinct from the other pacifista. And he has his gloves on. Yes, he's wearing the gloves. Everyone's like, oh shit, now he's here too. We know what he can do. We took down a pacifista, we could not take down Kuma. We'll probably talk about Kuma a bit, but they're all terrified. Kuma's, Kuma's calm. Kuma's Kuma. Kuma's never not been calm. And, uh, he does his shtick again. He asks Zoro if he could go anywhere for a vacation, where would he go? Unlike Perona, <laughs> Perona answered, and we haven't fucking seen her since. Zoro says nothing, but Kuma taps him with his little paw, and he's fucking gone. He's gone. What a hell of a cliffhanger. 404 Zoro not found. <laughs> And that leaves us with our last episode, fucking three hours into this recording. Episode 405, the ending of the Saba Odi arc. I won't read the title so we can build up to it, but goddamn. The, the episode starts with a bubble above Saba Odi popping. And there's a lot of bubbles popping throughout this episode as a metaphor for Straw Hat pirates disappearing. Really, not... One Piece doesn't usually get metaphorical like this, so it's, like, weirdly sad when it happens here. Yeah. So Zoro's fucking gone. Yep. Everyone's crying because their friend is fucking gone. And, you know, Nami has seen this before with Perona. No one else knows what the fuck happened. Chopper eats three Rumble Balls at once. Yeah, when he did that, I was real excited because he starts running over to, like, save his friends. And I'm like, Chopper, just eat three Rumble Balls. And I see him throw three Rumble Balls in his mouth. That's such a fucking... Hell yeah. That's such a fucking act of desperation that, like, he's just like, fuck it, I'm going straight to this thing that I know I can't control. And, like, all of this going wrong and just, like, Chopper's just mentally checked out and going into monster mode. I, uh... It also gave me the uh, the thought I had of, what if, because Chopper, he's made, he makes the rumble balls, he knows how to control them. What if he was fighting another zone type user, and he just threw a rumble ball in their mouth to fuck up their transformations? I have no idea. 
That would be really cool. I would love to see it. If you need hey hey, hey filler filler yeah. writers, use that. <laughs> yeah. I I would I would be very down with that. <laughs> so yeah, this is just a lot of sad crying. <laughs> sure is. Uh <laughs> Luffy is getting more and more emotionally devastated as this episode goes on. Yeah, so Chopper's monster powers honestly don't turn the tides at all. It's kind of just no. super depressing <laughs> to watch. Rayleigh and Kizaru keep dueling. They really, like, Kizaru makes it so Rayleigh can't help anyone else. Rayleigh makes it so Kizaru can't make it worse. That's that on that for the, for a while. So what's weird about this is they, Kizaru is like, hey, I, the actual Shishibu Kaikuma is here. They're supposed to report to Marine Headquarters, but Kuma wasn't sent here by Marine Headquarters. They sent they sent Kizaru, Sentamaru, and the Pacifistas, and that's it. And then all the other Marines that were stationed here because it's Saba Odi. But also for some reason Kuma's here. And he just <laughs> yeeted uh Zoro. So Frankie is like, oh, that's what happened to Perona. Nami also knows. Frankie's like Maybe Zoro's still alive? Like, we don't really understand what happens. And this is another thing where Sentamaru refuses to reveal anything. But he does explain it anyway. What Kuma's power actually does, which, I'm going to be honest, I kind of wish they didn't explain it. <laughs> I think it would be much more devastating if they didn't explain it, and I kind of wish they didn't. But Sentamaru explains what the power does. And Kuma slaps someone uh, with his paw pads like that. Uh, it's Similar to his power to repel, like, air and anything that comes at them, it repels the person, and he says, if, you, if you're touched by those, you're going to be flying for three days and nights. But that's, like, the exact time is kind of hard to say. Uh, they say that Kuma does know where the victims end up. Um, like, he does have that much control over it. That's why he asks a stupid question about where would you go on vacation. So he presumably... It's not like Zoro's being, like, I guess he could be sent into the sea if Kuma's trying to kill them. But Kuma knows where he's sending people, and they're not necessarily immediately dead when he taps them. We don't know what's going to happen, but... <laughs> Fucking, alright, so... So much. It's, it's a lot. So uh, the pacifista that's still there tries to, to step in, but the Shushibukai's like, no, this is, this is my deal now. And he taps the pacifista and sends it away. Uh, and Sentamaru's like, hey, what the fuck? All right, hold on. We're, on. we're supposed to be on the same side. Fuck. Shit. Um, Luffy continues trying to get everyone to retreat. They start to, I mean, they try. They really try. Brooke is uh, going to sacrifice himself to save people. And just like that, Kuma yeets him off into who knows where. This pisses off Sanji, and Sanji tries to make sure Usopp gets away, but then he gets yeeted. Oof. Usopp gets gets yeeted for trying to protect uh, Zoro, who's... Or, well, uh, no, Usopp tries to defend himself, um, and it gets yeeted. Then, yeah, that's, that's when Sanji attacks and gets sent away. Every time this happens, a bubble pops, and... Luffy screams and cries because he's watching his friends just fucking disappear. Yep. It's it's rough. 
it's hard to watch. It's very fucking well animated. It's very well done. These ep- these two episodes are fucking incredible. Uh, for the show, Rayleigh's starting to to feel like he can't keep up with Kizaru anymore. Which, to be fair, he's not really a pirating the way he used to. Uh, Kuma goes over to Rayleigh and tells him something. Do you have any thoughts, Story? <laughs> we don't know what. Fucked up. <laughs> Kuma's doing some shit. And I, and I, sure is. And I, I can't talk to you about it in depth. But I, I am just checking in with you as a friend if you're okay. No, not really. Right. Uh, was this like a four-year con to, like, destroy my life? This is, <laughs> this is actually the end of One Piece. Odo just really wanted to make something else and was like, fuck it, they're all dead. <laughs> No, no, I, I know what he's doing. He, here's what he's doing. What's he doing? He's like, when, when he touches them, he like, he sends them all back in time, right? God. And Oda's like, you know that Endless 8 thing from Haruhi? Well, we're going to do that, but like 400 episodes just keep repeating. God, can you imagine? <laughs> but with like minor differences. If only, if only characters could be yeeted into a different period of time. One Piece wouldn't do that. What piece wouldn't do that? Of course not. <laughs> oh, uh, who's left? Um, uh, what was the saddest one for you? Was it was it Nami or was it Robin? I, I love Robin too much. So I think Robin was last. Yeah, which is I th- I think that's why it hits so hard. Maybe because we also just did so much to save her. Yeah, very recently. Yeah, uh, yeah. It seems like Kuma's plans have nothing to do with the Marines. Uh, Luffy tries to go second gear, but it doesn't matter. Kuma, you know, sends off Frankie, uh, and and takes his attack and uh, sends off Nami. Oh yeah, Luffy shoots a jet pistol at. This is one of my favorite shots. Luffy shoots a jet pistol at Kuma, but he just like puts up his hand, so the fist like literally just like. Hits his paw and then like shoots off in another direction. So cool looking. Uh, it's also terrifying that they just can't fucking do anything. Yeah. Frankie, yeah, Frankie is swatted away. Nami cries to be saved and then is swatted away. Uh, this this is like a turning point for Luffy's where he's like so fucking pissed and like throws himself at at, at Kuma, but it doesn't matter because he can't stop. He can't do anything to Kuma. Uh, Kuma then, uh, sends off Chopper's monstrous body, who is still here, and that leaves Robin, who is maybe the most tragic one for me, uh, to be shot, and this is when Luffy just fucking, Luffy's, Luffy's done. Luffy's, like, crying on the ground, punching the ground, screaming, groveling, complete uselessness, uh, hard to watch. Emotionally devastating, because I care about these characters so much. <sighs> uh, and we get some flashbacks to how he met all of his friends and all the things he's done for them, because this didn't hurt enough. <laughs> and, uh... Of course. So, Kizaru's like, hey, what the fuck? We had them. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Kuma says... Kuma tells Luffy... We're never going to meet each other again. And then 
swats Luffy away. And the, the narrator comes in and says, that was the final day of the Straw Hat Pirates. And uh, next time, the, the, the next time, the next time on, I hope you watched it for this one. Uh, I did not. Damn. It's fucking missed. It's really funny. Because, like, all this happens, and then it's like, next time on One Piece, Boss Luffy's back. We're back to the, <laughs> we're back to the feudal era filler arc. Woo! <laughs> uh, to which uh, Andrew and I joked that he just wanted to make these, so he just ended the story and said, fuck it. <laughs> I, started, I started making this bullshit. Goddamn. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's that's the end of Saba Odi. That's the end of the Straw Hat Pirates. Who fucking knows where they're going to end up? Who knows what's going to happen next? This is all vague, because I know. Uh, but we're going to, there's the 406 and 407. Uh, the next two episodes are these Boss Luffy filler arcs. We'll be back with 408. Um, the next arc is called Amazon Lily. I'm very excited. I'm pretty sure we're going to do all of Am- Amazon Lily in one episode. Um, I hope that doesn't fucking mm. bite us on the ass, me trying to do that, um, like it did for this one. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a whole lot going on here, mostly just like uh, yeah. despair. Yes. There's a lot of shit. Oh yeah, we that's the thing. We learned like six characters' powers. Um but uh yeah, so we'll be back next time with uh with uh with Amazon Lily, uh which is to say the show does continue. I was talking to Andrew and I was like, look, when I was watching this, you know, there were eight hundred episodes of the show. Like I, I didn't know what was gonna happen, but I saw key art of all the characters past the time skip. And obviously that's a part of this show. Um, and, and we yeah. talk about it a lot and we joke about Usopp's older brother who's going to come back after because he never rejoined the crew. Yeah. And, and Soka King. Usopp. But I, I asked Andrew, and I was like, how did like, because Andrew was reading this when it came out. Like, like Andrew was getting these cliffhangers week to week. And I was like, how the fuck do you do it? <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine that with how invested I am with this shit. Even like when I'm caught up, I, I, I nothing has happened that is hit me that hard. And that's to say that the Summit War arc is, or Saga is not even close to being over. Um, yeah. It's it's all... I, I, I don't want to say downhill, I don't want to say uphill, but, like, the, the train is just getting started. Um, like, we're just now, like, like what is it? Peeping Tom? Was that the name of the... Rocket Man? That's it. Rocket Man. Yeah. Rocket Man is just now getting out of the station. <laughs> um... <laughs> All right, so we, we always save your predictions for after the plugs. Um, we will get to those after the plugs, but I want to check in now. How the fuck do you feel? How, where are you at? How are you feeling, Jory? Uh, sure. Uh, I hope everything's okay. Yeah? Because do you see art of everyone back together, but also... Yeah, it's, it's, hard, it's, it's, um, it's hard to, like, suspend that disbelief, but I feel like these two episodes do a pretty good fucking job because even just re-watching them the other day with andrew was just like with like us both like seeing like luffy crying on the ground like i was like i'm gonna cry in front of andrew i know that i know <laughs> i i know but i'm still just like god jesus fucking christ and then all the flashbacks like like having that happen and then being like hey let's go back to robin screaming i want to live and then right after that uh, Luffy saying "shut up" to Chopper, and then right after that, 
uh, fucking Nami crying and asking for help after stabbing her fucking arm. Devastating. Yeah, how did it, I mean, you said you screamed at your TV at one point. How does it, how did it feel to like, like to sit, like, what's it like? Well, in this, this last chunk, I'm more just like sad. Uh, at the beginning when they're like revealing everything, I'm just like yelling, what? But by the end of this, I'm just like defeated and down and just like, oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Usually, usually there's like that little, that little glimmer, but no one's near each other anymore. Everyone's gone. This is like forever. God. Yeah. It's like, so it's, it's not that like everyone died. It's just like. So somehow so devastating to just be like everyone's all over the fucking sea, like who fucking knows where everyone is, and like so like Luffy's very much like Sora and that his friends are his power. Like what the fuck is he gonna yeah. do without friends? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that. That's so many of these characters are defined by their like situation with Luffy, and then for them to just be like torn fucking apart. Not even the like different you know groups like Scooby and Shaggy and the other three. This is just like everyone's on their fucking own. Presumably, presumably, <laughs> who knows where they landed? Maybe we'll find out uh, in May. <laughs> I'd have to double check. Hopefully, double check. Oh, <sighs> but uh, yeah, certainly, certainly an episode. Uh, so I'll, I'll, we'll check in with uh, your predictions where you think the story might be heading because uh, certainly you could say fucking anything uh, and it <laughs> sound uh, reasonable at this point. Um, actually, you know what? Here's what I'll do. I specifically, when we get the predictions, I want you to guess where each straw hat lands. Oh, no. I mean, you can just make up eight very funny jokes for all I care um, or nine. How many straw hats are there right now? I think it's nine. Yeah, so just stay tuned through the plugs to hear that. Um, it's a very funny idea I just had. Uh, so until then, Jory, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at NoImJory, uh, where uh, tweet, that's where my tweets are. That's my my only like social media presence that does anything. Uh, I don't think you're seeking us out on Facebook, at least. Uh. I, I got my first... Uh, Instagram ask that said, are you Joe from God at Memorize? And I'm like, I'm so validated. <laughs> I have like 60 followers on Instagram. I, uh, I, I sure hope no one who likes this, this po- my Instagram is actually different from my Twitter just by accident. Cause I can't figure out how to delete the, uh, oh, no. the Instagram that has my actual name that I have everywhere else. But my Instagram is like nonsense most of the time. So I it, I I like every platform I can see pictures of your dog. <laughs> that's that's really the main reason to have me on Twitter is follow me. Is like who cares about what I think about One Piece or a video have game? You, have you? I have a cute dog. Have you already made a joke about having a premium Snapchat, but for dog pics? I okay, did. Good. I said I tweeted it, and I said the price is telling me that you love him every day. <laughs> Uh, I'm behind. I, I owe you some bills. M- much like I do, I tell him every yeah, day. I don't. I don't. I mean, I have that relationship with my cats. But um, <laughs> yeah, I have other podcasts here on the network. Um, where one's about King of the Hill, one's about wrestling. Both are in stasis because I'm busy with with work and the wrestling one because I'm 
me and Cam are both busy with work and school, so it's harder to follow things. And as of right now, they have not said anything about what they're doing about WrestleMania, which is a, less than a month away, three weeks Wild. away. Yeah. Uh, weird, weird, weird time to have media based on uh, large events. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's it's a little concerning considering uh, how sports things are. Um, mostly, I just want to know what they're going to do. I don't want them to wait till the last minute. Yeah, uh, just for like my own comfort. Well, also, but, yeah, like a uh, lot of people travel for that shit too. All over the world, not just yeah. like like all over the world to come to it. Yeah. Like a hundred thousand people. They, they lie about the numbers who attend, but it's almost like. 100,000 people yeah. who are there every year. Well, there's a lot of um, a lot of people who can't travel now, so I'm sure a lot of plans are already yeah. getting fucked up. Um, not to get real yeah. on the podcast, but it's just, we're, <laughs> yeah. we are recording this. Uh, there's also, <laughs> yeah, there's also like a lot of like meet and greet events and stuff, and they've already pulled certain uh, people from that because like uh, former women wrestlers who are pregnant pulled from the event. So it's, they haven't said anything about the event, but who knows? Maybe we'll have a, a wild WrestleMania that's like in in a big chamber of with just the wrestlers. Which, if that's the case, I will do everything I can to have a seventy-hour episode. On that it. sounds way more fascinating in general. That's that's like I, I I hope they do it both because safety and I think it'll just be an interesting timepiece of what they do because they have done uh, matches where there's no crowd and it's really interesting. Mm. Yeah, um, I just I get so. like a get like some weird film cinematographer in there and just like make some <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> I would I would love it. Uh, uh so that's that's what I have. I don't know if by the time this will be out will I be on that podcast. I don't know when you plan on having this one out. <laughs> uh March. I don't know. <laughs> if 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 I'm not on on the one of Joe's other podcasts by by the time this is out, I will have been. Yeah, I think uh, I'm trying to think. Probably, I imagine this will probably come out after, just because we talked for over three hours. Um, but yeah, so probably, yeah. Uh, what what song did we do? Carpal Tunnel. Yeah, Carpal Tunnel. Of Love. Uh, back to Infinity on High, their second best record, probably, because <laughs> um, I am a Folia do stand. Um, but yeah, is that a uh, is that all your plug? Should I start talking about myself? That's that's all I got. Yeah, you can you can plug plug your your podcasts. Uh you can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. Uh I do make a couple other podcasts, including the aforementioned Sugar We're Going Down podcasting, um, that Jory will be on soon. Um I also make a podcast called They Them Theirs about uh being non binary that I make with my friend who is also non binary. Um, we've talked about One Piece a couple times in that show, just because we're both fans. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's just my the the, the show I'm going to plug this time. It's on the same network as this one. Uh, go to theorangegroves.com to check out uh, all the shows there. Um, I'm confident in saying that this episode will come out after we bring on a new podcast, Ooh. which I'm very excited. Uh, it's it's a it's a show similar to this one. It's 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 uh it's not so much a plot recap, but it's more of a just um a retrospective look at a a very important important piece of fiction that is one hundred percent real. Um, I'm 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 sure you all uh have warm memories of that film saga called the Marmoset Chronicles. Um, so so go listen to uh to to two great hosts talk about it over at the Orange Groves. 
Com again, one hundred percent very real. Um, <laughs> I I just I from from what I've seen on, uh, I'm reveal, I'm pulling back here in too much. I know what I was confused for a second, but now I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. And I can't wait. It's, uh, it's it's the most excited I've been uh, listening to a pilot in a long time. Uh, if I'm listening to a show and I think and I'm just like trying to piece together information like that like if i if i'm listening to a podcast and i think i sure hope someone makes a wiki for this one day <laughs> like that's that's a good sign um so if you're into like weird alt, alt fiction world building uh a less neurotic night veil kind of vibe uh super recommend the marmoset chronicles definitely i'm not sure the exact date is going up if it's the week we're recording or the next week but it's definitely mm. uh going to be out before this episode of We Are Watching One Piece is. Uh, so, theorangegoves.com, uh, check out all the shows. Uh, that's that's one I'm drawing attention to because it's new. You can also support the network on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash theorangegoves. The link is also on the website. That'll get you cut, cut audio from various shows across the network at the $2 tier and uh, bonus episodes uh, like future episodes of Champions in the Making at the $10 tier. All goes back into the network, such as paying for art for new shows like the Marmoset Chronicles uh, and hosting for all the shows and uh, other great stuff behind the scenes, like making that Undertale stream happen. You can also join, you can also join the Orange Cove's Discord. A link to that's also on the website. You can talk about One Piece, put a bunch of stuff in spoiler tags, uh, since I, I certainly showed my hand in this one about some future shit, which uh, I blame Andrew for hanging out with me, but uh, it's fine. Um, yeah, I think that's all the stuff. There's the plug. Leave us a nice review on iTunes if you're feeling generous. Um, if you got time to kill, five star review uh, helps us a ton. There's a lot of dumbasses yes. up there uh, talking about how we hate. I don't know. I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, we hate sex. Yeah, that's it. Sex fearer. I forgot. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So nice reviews. Appreciate it. Uh, hang out with us in the Discord. Patreon. Oh, we also have our own Patreon. Shit! <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we like we like it when we get money. Yeah. Uh, top top ten animes that make you forget you have a Patreon. Um. So, uh, you can support us on Patreon if you want to get uh these episodes early. We also do commentary tracks for the movies over there. Everything is just at the one dollar tier for now. Um. I don't know if that will change when we stop doing commentaries and have to put real work into bonus episodes uh but for now uh everything's just the one dollar tier and it means a ton and it goes into uh you know, editing costs and such uh, which actually the last episode i edited myself because it was a hassle um because we recorded like super last minute um but anyways uh it means a ton that uh you like the show enough to support it and listen to episodes early and uh we do have our goal that uh we'll watch uh much much more one piece and, and speed up these episodes if we start uh if we start making that much money a month i think it's 100 um and then also of course our other goal at 420 we will uh smoke weed with luffy um <laughs> we will figure out how to do that yeah there is funny enough uh i don't i'm trying i don't know if the goal actually mentions making an episode about it it might just be a thing we do <laughs> I I've just assumed however we figure it out we'll like do a video. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to uh 
Oh, we'll have to we'll have to figure it out when we get there. But um, only you can get us there with your monetary incentives. But but Jory, would you like to thank our our patrons for the month of March? Yes, thank you to Adam, Andrew, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damian, Jay Harkins, Cat, another cat but with a different last name, Kyle, Lucas, Peter, Riley, Stella, and Steven. Thank you all. We are the, the crystal gems. I love I love that Steven's at the bottom of the list for that exact reason. <laughs> and and Steven I've watched like half of an episode. <laughs> Uh, thank you all so much. I, uh, I think that's all the stuff that we, we can plug, unless I'm forgetting some other really important thing, like, I don't, I can't, I'm at, like, I don't know, listening to the show. It feels like, I, that's, the, make sure you listen to the podcast that we're at, <laughs> that we've been doing for three and a half hours. Yeah. So now, so now we're going to get into predictions, and this is going to run a little bit longer, probably, than usual, but it's going to be fun, I think. Um... We'll, we'll 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 save Luffy for last, uh, but we'll go through all the straw hats um, and where you think uh, they're going to land. Do you want me to name off names or you just want to bounce around yourself? Uh, I'll, you can you can bounce them to me. OK, uh, we'll start with Brooke. What do you think is going to happen to Brooke? I think he's going to end up on uh, on like a, a deserted boat and. Worry that everything that just happened in Thriller Bark was a Jesus dream. Jesus Christ, that's the most depressing shit. This was supposed to be for <laughs> goofs! <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I have some goofs, though. Okay, uh, Nico Robin. Where's, where's Murder Mom gonna go? <laughs> murder Mom's gonna be sent to, It's gonna be like Thor Ragnarok Where she has to fight an arena She has to murder Fuck. Mom her way out That'd be pretty sick <laughs> uh, And then meet meet a large A large man who's always a monster <laughs> And that's where Chopper's gonna be It's gonna be Chopper's gonna be oh, in the Hulk position you think you, so you, And she's gonna be in the Thor so position So you think they're gonna be in the same place then They're gonna land on Trash Planet Yeah Okay Yeah That's Fucking, I would, I would read the shit out of that fanfic. I tell you what. Uh, okay, so that knocks out two and one. Uh, where do you think Zoro is gonna go? Zoro's gonna go to like a weird, like a monk pacifist island, and he's gonna be pissed off at them, and then he's gonna try and fight them, but they won't fight him. Okay. And also, there will be someone who strangely looks like uh, <laughs> the girl from his childhood. Oh God. Um, he'll just be confused. Okay. Uh, what about Frankie? Frankie's gonna go to uh, a sugar-free island where there's no cola. Oh no! <laughs> Everything is gonna be fine there. It's just they don't have like sugary things, so they don't have so, cola. Okay. And he's gonna be really what sad. You, he's just gonna be like lethargic and like relaxed. What do you think that he will drink, and how do you think it will affect his personality? Um, he'll have he'll have uh. He'll drink some coffee and he'll be oh like, "Oh my god, what the fuck?" With he'll talk really fast. I'm trying to imagine Kazuki Yao talking really fast, and it is breaking my brain. <laughs> and it and it's a uh, it's it's not like they applied like a speed up filter. He's just that. Good. I honestly would believe it if he was just that good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Nami. Uh, Nami's gonna get teleported to like a treasure island, and one. When they eventually like find her, or however they reunite, she's she's, she's just not... in the film Treasure Island. <laughs> she's just not gonna want to go. Yeah. 
God. Uh, okay, Sanji. Well, I know the next arc is called Amazon, mm. so I assume the next arc is just about Sanji for whatever God. reason, and it's going to be him him uh, trying to battle against the fact that he can't fight women, even though all the women want to it's kill him. It's much worse. Um, they- <laughs> oh, no. So, 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 I, I mean, not to show my hand, but so, what actually happens to Sanji is easily the worst thing in this show. Oh. So we'll get there. Um, okay. Usopp. Where's Usopp going? Um, they're not gonna tell us, but he's gonna lie to us about what God, happened. That would be so fucking funny. He's gonna be like, he's gonna, he's gonna say something like he's liberated an entire nation from like an evil pirate warlord, and people are like, "Didn't we do that in Alabasta?" And he's like, "No, it's another time when I did this by myself." No, I, I, All I, me. the the, the <laughs> captain of of the Usopp pirates. All, conveniently, all the Usopp pirates were there. As soon as. I thought the Straw Hats were done, so I just got yeah. You saw pirates back together. Soga King was there; he helped me uh-huh. out. That's why his bounty has gone up. Uh um. Okay, so I'm like double checking. I'm pretty sure that just leaves Luffy. Um, what do you what do you think? What's the future for Luffy looking like after this? Where is he? Where is he gonna uh. land? What what are your actual predictions for like the next chunk of episodes? Um, lay it lay it all on the table. You know, you know, like that one tweet where it's like, uh, me watching One Piece, knowing that Luffy at some point gets a big scar on his uh-huh. chest. I feel like that has to be coming up here soon. <laughs> After a horrifying, devastating <laughs> moment like this. It has to happen soon, or it has to be even worse. Like, something even worse happens than this. Like, I don't know. It's... I don't want to I don't want to say too much, but I do want to say, like, we're going to have that opening for a while, so... Yeah. That's, that's all, all that shit we just unpacked for two fucking hours, but, like, do you remember, like, three hours ago when they talked about Ace? Yeah, yeah, that's figured. But I, I bet she's conveniently gonna have to run into Ace with where the fuck he goes. Uh, it's not gonna be great. It's gonna make me feel bad. Like uh, <laughs> long term fucking booking on this. It's it's all just gonna be feel bad because I know we're leading into he's gonna run into Ace. He's gonna get a big old scar on his well, chest. He's he's gonna he's gonna figure out how to make his attacks even hit even harder. Uh, I, I know that it's going to skip forward two years at some point. At some point. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I will reiterate that the next year of this podcast is going to be, uh, incredible. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> excited for it. Uh, this episode went three and a half hours. Uh, so that's certainly the testament, um, that. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if Amazon Lily will run that long, but maybe, um, who knows? Fucking, there's so much ahead of us. Everything happens so much. Uh, but those are our predictions. We might, we might have another discussion more soon just cause I, I get another week off from school. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. This, I'm, I'm also working from home until April. So, uh, maybe we, maybe we bank a buffer. Who could say? That'd be yeah, nice. that's a good idea. Uh, That'd be nice for my my well being at this yeah. point. <laughs> um, all right, well that's that's gonna be it for this episode on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this 
monolith episode. No idea if this is what's to to come. I think this is our longest episode yet. Unless you... Yes. There was the one time we recorded two episodes in one sitting, and they were each two hours, but I don't count that. Because we stopped. Yeah, there was, there's like, segmented chunk. That you, those were pretty think, reasonable to, like, segment. I think you this went is, to get dinner stuff. We need to just finish up. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this is... In the middle of recording, my mom sent me a text. It's like, hey, if I go get dinner and come back, yeah. <laughs> can we do another yeah. one? Yes, but that's that's the end of Saba Odi. I'm very excited to check back in next month with our next episode. But uh, until then, <laughs> to be, to be continued. Oh boy.